From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Yep. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning, and you are tuned in perfectly to WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. You went and did that. Thank you so much. Oh, so many observations that I must share. I guess birthing person is now over and now saying the word woman is permitted again by today's Democratic Party. Give that some thought. Think about how sick they are. And if you don't believe me when I tell you that this was blatantly, obviously coordinated, this is a campaign. They are losing beyond losing, and they know it. That's what January 6th phony commission is about, and that's what this issue is about. They know no woman, no one's losing their right to access to health care. Uh, they're stretching it now that what are they going to do next? Uh, and same-sex marriage, and what else did they say? Um, some other just hideous made-up stuff. Oh, Brown versus Board of Education, bring back racial segregation. No, no, Democrats, that was you with the racial segregation. You're the party of the KKK. They are liars who lie about lying, and they do it with increasing regularity. Let me also point out, Violence, vulgarity, intimidation tactics, threats, it's all going on right now. Chuck Schumer did it. The winds of world a swirl of Alibaba. Alibaba is coming to get Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. I mean, they are guilty of everything that they accuse the other side of. And I want to know... A police officer was injured yesterday at the SCOTUS insurrection. That's what I'm calling it. It has to be. That's their language. It's got to be that. It, this has to be an insurrection of one of our sacred institutions. I don't understand it. Where's MSNBC and NBC and ABC and CNN? And CNN Plus, oops, I forgot, that's defunct. It is an insurrection. You know what I got to do? I, I've been so busy this morning. Not long before I went uh, sleepy night-night, I want to share with you a post that I did. I, haven't done, I have not done a post like this in a long time. Facebook has all of the links to my various columns, but I haven't used Facebook for this. And Facebook didn't, um, they didn't bag me or anything. I wrote nine hours ago, my comment is not about whether you are for or against this potential United States Supreme Court decision regarding Roe v. Wade. Nasty protesters have besieged the United States Supreme Court using threatening, nasty language and beyond. 
Are they insurrectionists too? Question mark. P.S. Chuck Schumer blatantly threatened Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. Is Schumer an insurrectionist also? Question mark. Right? Andy wrote me that they said they're going to end interracial marriage. Um, the, the, the Democrats are willing to say anything. They are willing to lie. They're willing to destroy your life. They don't care. They want power. They want to hold power. They want to consolidate power. They want to crush you. That's what this whole propaganda ministry of disinformation, Soviet-style star chamber is all about. I said yesterday morning, sight unseen, that Biden and Harris and the Democrats will be fundraising immediately over this, and they were. This was completely coordinated. They knew about it. This was a planned leak. They were ready, and they went out and went bananas. Once they decided to launch this, they were completely organized. How do you have signs in seconds, ready to go? They were, they were out there on the steps of the Supreme Court with professional signs. Now, I know you can print things rather quickly, but not that quickly. They had the signs ready to go before, allegedly, the issue even existed. I'm, I'm quasi-interested. I, I could hardly give a hoot. And, and honestly, I, I've been barraged because people think that I am like Swami, that I, that I know everything. I, tell, I say, look, you know as much as I do. No, no, you know more than I do. I, no, I, I, I. I always say I know what I know. And I don't fake like I know what I don't know. Here's what I did tell you, though. I said the election is six months away. It's a long time. Don't get comfortable because some issue that we have no idea. Does this sound familiar? Did I say this a couple of days before this issue, um, an incident presented itself? I said the Democrats are not going to just go away. They're going to come up with diabolical things we've never seen before. And I don't know what I when I make these statements, I don't know what exactly is going to happen. I just know that something is going to happen. Now, honestly, I think the timing would have been much better for Democrats. This is once again, they go too far. They should have just allowed the process, allow the overturning of Roe v. Wade The decision would have come out at the end of June, early July, and that would have been, I think, much better. Let me just explain something to you. And look, they're going to raise some money and they're going to make some noise. it's, it's, It's inevitable. It's happening. But I think this would have been much better for Democrats in July with the election much, much closer. I mean, you're talking about cutting... The difference between this coming out now and not coming out for another three months, at least a couple of months, all of May, all of June, maybe a few days of July. 
I, I think their timing is not good. Republicans, uh, I always say this, and I, I want to take credit. I'm a good teller of the story. I'm very good at it, but it's my job. I'm in the spoken word format. I better be good. They're not very good at it. Democrats are better at lying than Republicans are at telling the truth. Andy Cortman, text me if you agree with that statement. I'll repeat it because you're listening on the app. Democrats are better at lying than Republicans are in telling the truth. It's not the first time I've made this statement. I've always believed it. Now, there are some effective communicators within the Republican Party. And even though he's a little squishy, squashy, you know, uh, sometimes I think Lindsey Graham is a good storyteller. And when I say storyteller, I don't mean tall tales. I mean telling the story. Jim Jordan, fantastic. Marsha Blackburn, terrific. There are excellent storytellers, but not enough. Not enough. There's so many just proof positives that you don't even have to defend it, that this was coordinated, that it's a democratic tactic. Now, you understand, they can get people killed because of what they do, and they don't care. You've got these two jackasses. The two Obamas out there t- ginning people up, telling them to protest. You have this fool that that can't even conjugate anything. Can't form a coherent sentence. This Kamala Harris yelling and cackling and screaming, feeling like she's got her legs under her on this on this topic and yell and all this stuff. And they don't care. They've already gotten somebody hurt. We can prove it. There's a police officer hurt who would not be hurt. You won't hear about that. Doesn't fit the narrative. But look how these protests, this is the Democrat media and all their fellow Democrat compatriots. This is beautiful. It's protesting. But if it's an issue they don't like, then they call it something altogether different. I guess one person's protest is another person's insurrection. I am early in the morning. Don't try this at home. It is WPG. Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. The Yankees are on an 11-game winning streak. I'm very pumped up about that. Best team in Major League Baseball right now. We have John Varallo coming by, and there will be... Some, I'll just say it, disturbing facts revealed in the next hour regarding the Atlantic City Fire Department and their apparatus and whatever else comes up during the hour. John Walters on a special day and a special time because I'm going to be away for a few days next week. I'll also be out on Friday. The program will not, though. The program will go on, and great programming, I promise you, uh, will be had. John Walters, reverse mortgage funding in the 8 o'clock hour and right on time, his usual spot 
for many, many years. Sean Steitler, the East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows radio program. So we've got a lot to do. The first half, we've got to compress a lot of stuff in because we have featured segments coming up in the second half. We'll be back after this. Fox News commentary. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and we've got disorder in the court. Next. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation, worse than the current 40-year highs. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings right now with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Just text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold. Again, text SHELTER to 989898 person with access to Supreme Court documents has leaked an internal memo claiming the court's on the verge of repealing Roe versus Wade and returning abortion rights to the states. And that last part is important because while Democrats say this is a ban on abortion, the truth is it would simply give each state and its voters the right to choose at the ballot box. It's a little funny to hear Democrats screaming, my body, my choice, after a year of forcing people to put a vaccine in their body they didn't want. Where was the body and choice when you were firing the same frontline healthcare workers who fought the pandemic while the rest of us stayed home and watched Tiger King? And to that point, where was the choice for the 50 million babies who've been aborted and killed since Roe v. Wade? Now, the truth is, the majority of Americans support abortion rights, but the vast majority want restrictions, meaning it should only happen during the early stages of pregnancy. There's an easy compromise here, but instead we'll spend the next few weeks fighting over a woman's right to choose. On the plus side, at least Democrats are finally back to acknowledging the biological differences between men and women. I'm Jimmy. Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1458 a.m. South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. Welcome back. 23 minutes past the hour. Remember now, until five minutes ago, it was birthing persons. You could not refer to a woman being pregnant. It was birthing persons, as though men can have babies. They said it, not me. Don't get mad at me. Now, now it's only a woman's right to choose. That's back. Hmm, interesting. Join with me. Please keep a scorecard of these liars who lie about lying. And they do it with ease. They do it with great regularity. They're, they're so easy. This is why they go bananas. How do you think they felt last night? And this is going to be the subject right after the bottom of the hour break. But I'll just give you a little preview. Uh, I'll give you a little test drive of this portion of the program that that I have prepped very hard for. And that that is that President Trump endorsed 24 candidates in yesterday's elections. 24 for 24. All one. And look, I think he's going to lose in Georgia because for whatever reason, there, there are elections where you have a problem with someone but their district, or if it's a statewide situation, the state doesn't have a problem with them. And then even your strong personality and and all of that isn't going to make a difference. Purdue is not going to beat Kemp in Georgia, in my view, although we'll see, but I don't think so. So he's doing that one more out of what Kemp did. By signing that consent order, do you realize by agreeing to Stacey Abrams' demands, which was pure weakness on his part, she was the vanquished loser 
signing on to that consent order and changing the voting methodologies and other very significant things within the voting apparatus, within the voting process in Georgia resulted in President Trump losing Georgia, which he won, and resulted in Purdue. He wouldn't even be running right now against Kemp. There'd be peace. It's a shame. Uh, And uh, gosh, who am I forgetting? Oh, oh, uh, I see her. Very well-dressed, classy lady. Her name escapes me, but has some of the greatest clothes, professional clothes. Stunning, actually, the the wardrobe. I can't think of her. Kelly. Mm. Is Kelly right? I can't think of her name. But she was a appointed senator for a brief period, and she lost a very close race. You wouldn't have this uh, John Ossoff and then uh, Raphael Warnock. So Trump is understandably incensed about Kemp. But Kemp is going to win again. It's just the way it goes. And, and believe it or not, this Raffensperger may win again. Remember, just because others have a problem with someone doesn't mean that everybody else does. That's if you accept that it's a great epiphany. You just you'll have peace over certain issues and especially where you have no control. We have no control of that. I was aggravated by Raffensperger. I thought he was a jackass and and uh, Kemp was weak. They're afraid I guess to be called racist and and these things that Democrats do. But I'll tell you, that is another great, um, I don't know what to call it, but if you get to the point, and I can't remember the date that it happened for me because it's too long ago, but if you get to the date where you love yourself, you're comfortable in your own skin, you know who and what you are, just as importantly, you know who and what you're not, And you know you're not a racist. Don't care a lick. I mean, honestly, I'm not even trying to do it. I I have this small mayor in Atlantic City talking to himself. I'm told he's unhinged. It's not my intent. I'm just telling the truth. He's calling me a lot of names I hear. I don't hear it myself, but evidently he's, he's like opening up the window and yelling, yelling my name out the window to to three people. Uh, I don't care. I know I'm telling the truth. I back up my truth with incontrovertible evidence. Don't worry. Don't even give it a thought to any of these liars that are calling you names and trying to do whatever they can to affect your reputation or whatever. Don't be bothered with it. Anytime somebody wants to call me a racist, I'll go pull out my crystal trophy from the Atlantic City chapter of the NAACP. I'm, I'm decorated. I've got the trophy and the, and the plaque and the framed beautiful certificate to prove it. 
Don't let them get away. I say this a lot. Do not let them get away with calling you something that you are not. They are liars who lie about lying. And we need to effectively expose them and call them out. And you can see this whole orchestrated campaign that's going on right now. They're making a lot of noise. They think it's going to be really effective. When we come back, I'm going to give you the top 10 issues in America. Would it surprise you that not one of them is abortion? Abortion is not in the top 10. Would it also surprise you that 54% of Americans want abortion to be illegal? And that's not even what this decision will do. But a majority of America has come to the conclusion that it's not very cool to murder babies. And to the African-American community, you've had 17 million African-Americans murdered since 1973. Candace Owens confirmed that about 12 hours ago in one of the most articulate, not even 12 hours ago, probably 8.30 last night, 10 hours. One of the most articulate presentations ever. It's infanticide. It is a holocaust. And the majority of Americans don't want it at all. It's not in the top 10. I'm going to give you the top 10 issues when we come back. This is the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And we have, it's so hard for me to even tell you uh, three stories that you can follow. Go to the WPG Talk Radio app or the website WPGTalkRadio.com. At dinner time last night, this was not until five o'clock last night, we broke the story that Atlantic City Fishheads Restaurant is not. They're defying the small eviction order. That has gone viral in just a few hours' time. Check it out. I'm On the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Another complicated weather setup, another unsettled day. We start with rain driving through South Jersey. There could be some rumbles of thunder and pockets of heavy stuff. From midday into this afternoon, our weather will turn drier, but I have to keep the chance for a shower or thunderstorm in the forecast. Today's high temperature around 68 degrees. Drying out tonight, low 54. Nice day tomorrow with good sunshine, high 66. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. If you are ready to get early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Very good advice. Thank you. You're very smart, announcer. 38 minutes past the hour. Here are the top 10 concerns of the American people. This information was gleaned from a Fox News poll conducted April 28th through May 1st. And by the way, for whatever reason, and I've said this for years, it's not a criticism, it's just a reality. The Fox News polling is not usually the best 
for President Trump, for conservatives. I, I mean, it's just an observation. I don't know who does it. I don't know exactly what the methodology is, but it's it's credible, but it's not pro-Republican is what I'm trying to say, which is a good thing, I guess. You don't want to have fake. You don't want fake news. You don't want fake polls. So anyhow, the top 10 concerns. Number one, the future of the United States. Everything we talk about, I say all the time that our country is is it's it's a tipping point. I'm not shocked at all that that is that is perfect that the American people have figured that out. Number two, inflation. Number three, future of democracy. These are all the things that the Democrats are responsible for assaulting. Number four, political division. Number five, Ukraine situation. Number six, the high crime rate. Number seven, education. Number eight, gun laws. Number nine, opioid addiction. Number 10, illegal immigration. Abortion, not in the top 10. Here is, though, a poll question. The question was, abortion should be, and the two choices are legal and illegal. Abortion should be legal, 44%. Abortion should be illegal, 54%. So you understand it, it is the unsilent minority that's yelling and screaming right now. The majority of Americans have no issue at all with the Supreme Court potentially sending the issue of abortion back to the states where it always should have been. No one's taking the right away. Now, look, you, if you're living in a state where if they vote that abortion is illegal, you have to make a decision. There'll probably be half the country where abortion will be completely illegal, but there will be half the country. I think 26 states will either make abortion completely illegal or very significantly curtail it. And, and just about half the country 24-ish number of states, it will be very liberally construed and available. And you'd be guided accordingly. But if 54% of the American people don't want abortion at all, it's amazing what these Democrats get away with. The noise they get to make. You know, for example... Did you hear the January 6th insurrection? Did you hear that in the top 10? The American people don't give a hoot about that. Not at all. They think, oh, oh wait till we get our report out. Oh, this is, we're, really, we're really cool. BMOC. That's big man on campus in case you don't know the acronym. But the truth is so much different than their alternative universe, their alternative facts. They have nothing. They're going to get demolished on November 8th. So this is what they're going to do. 
divide America, yell and scream and fundraise. Oh, let me prove to you, because somebody texted me. I, I shouldn't say texted me, wrote a nasty, uh, they're not a friend of mine on um, Facebook. And a reminder, because there, I have thousands of requests and, and then I get people writing me, why won't you friend me? I'm allowed to have 5,000. I, I, I should have never shut down. My daughter, Kristen, made me a Hurley in the Morning page that was unlimited. And, and it had like, I don't know, 5,000, 6,000 followers. But I said, I'm just going to go with one. I'll go with mine. Well, they limit me to 5,000, which I have. Anytime, I don't unfriend anybody. Anytime somebody unfriends me, and it happens, I have one opening, and then I go into that list, and then I add a friend. But there's not um, the ability for me. Uh, hold on one second. Just somebody that needs me. Give me one sec. So if you're waiting for me to accept your friend request, and I haven't, that's why I want to mention that to you. But somebody sent a social media message. I have to accept it for us to um, have a conversation, but I can see it. And it said, you're a liar. And the Democrats and, and President Biden and Vice President Harris are not fundraising off of this uh, Roe v. Wade thing. So I'm not going to even write this person back, but I know they're listening. So let me just share with, with them and with you. Here it is. Biden-Harris in their big, bold blue, their royal blue color. And then it says Democrats. A leaked draft opinion written by Republican appointment Justice Samuel Alito revealed the Supreme Court is set to overturn Roe v. Wade, which would deal a devastating blow to Americans' fundamental freedom to make their own decisions about their health care and families. Make no mistake, reproductive rights will be on the ballot this November. We will fight back with everything we have to make sure that Republicans have answers for their party's relentless attacks, but we can't do it without you. Rush $25 now to support the organizing efforts Voter protection and more Democrats will rely on to beat back Republicans' ongoing attacks. So they are attacking. Nobody else is attacking. They are. This is this is your Saul Alinsky rules for radicals on steroids. They're attacking by saying that they need you to send them money because the other side is attacking. You see? These are the rules. So to the individual, you jackass that's calling me a liar, there's your truth. And this was yesterday. They had this ready to go because this is a coordinated campaign. Make no mistake about it. We'll be right back. It's 46 minutes past the hour. Yes, yes, yes. Please don't try this at home. 609-407-1450 is on hiatus. We are um, today, we're just jammed. We, we've got so much more I want to share with you. We have John Varallo standing by. Uh, he and I have both been called liars, I think. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to have to jam that truth down somebody's throat coming up in about 
15 or 20 minutes and end with a piece that we're going to be writing uh, for WPG, the app and WPGtalkradio.com. Then we have John Walters, Reverse Mortgage, and I thank John for moving to a different day. It's Wednesday's his day, but not this particular Wednesday. And the 8 o'clock hour is not when he usually appears, but it's all I could do. And it's just, he's just been very, very good about making the move for me because I won't be here to do his program on Wednesday. Uh, We will be back next week, though, Thursday and Friday. John Walter's coming up at 8. East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Window, Sean Steitler at 9. And we'll be right back. Much more important content. Oh, did you know? I know the media, only Fox News is covering it. President Trump went 24 for 24. That's that's really hard to do. You know, just because you endorse someone doesn't mean they're going to win. But the Trump endorsement, even though the Democrat media is trying to make it look like Trump is not popular. You ever see Barack Obama and some of these people that endorse candidates and none of them win? Trump candidates almost always win. Rarely do they not win. We'll be back. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 52, uh, 52 minutes past the hour, and oh my, has this hour just flown by. J.D. Vance, a huge winner in Ohio. Uh, he will go on uh, to beat Tim Ryan, uh, and J.D. Vance is going to be in the 1 of 100 club. He's going to do it. Very happy about Josh Mandel, who finished second. Matt Dolan, who, bad investment, spent a fortune. He's a solar... Um, giant and he spent a fortune to finish third i i don't know what matt dolan is going to do he's so rich you know he can do whatever he wants nothing matters see there are certain people i'm not saying matt dolan but it doesn't matter that your corner gas store is four dollars and 39 cents point nine for a gallon of regular gasoline or five dollars for premium or 650 something for Diesel, I, I don't understand. Diesel almost always marries either the regular gallon of gasoline or no more than a premium gallon, super or premium, whatever it's called, the, the, the company that you, the blend that you use. But diesel's just out of sight, which has to mean that home heating oil is way out of control because home heating oil, it took me many, many years to figure this out. I didn't know it. We've had natural gas for many, many years. But when we first bought the Ponderosa, we it was uh, heating oil. And I always thought that the heating oil that powered your furnace was some kind of different oil. But it's diesel. I found out at the very end, only by accident, because we were switching from oil to gas. And Ken Adams told me, Harry, we're not going to do some order. I mean, because the tank's coming out. Just go get a couple gallons of diesel. 
I said, Chief, what? What? You mean this whole time? Yeah, you, you can just use diesel. Am I, am I knocking anyone over with a feather this morning with this incredible, fantastical revelation? I, I learned it about 15 or so years ago, 20 years ago, whenever, I guess, yeah, over 20 years ago. We've had, we had, geez, I want to say it's over 25 years ago because we're 27 or 28 years at the Ponderosa, 28 this October, I believe. And we only had oil for a short while. We always knew natural gas, it was all on the schedule and it was coming into the uh, Skullville section of Egg Harbor Township. So yeah, but probably about 25 years ago. I said, what? Diesel is the same? I thought it was just a completely different circumstance. And I'm sure many of you are like, well, I didn't know that. So what I'm saying to you is especially now, if you can't afford right now, to have a, a, the company come out and, and, and have some enormous bill and you want to go get like five gallons or something for heating purposes or for, for water heater purposes, it, you can do that. I mean, I trust Ken. I did it. The system performed beautifully. It's evidently, I didn't even strain my brain to look it up, but it's, it's evidently the exact same thing. Diesel fuel that would power a diesel engine and diesel fuel that can power your home oil burner. Whose phone rings more than mine? Let's see if I've, if I've floored someone. Oh, yeah, I have heard that. Kerosene as well. Kerosene has a terrible smell, though. Diesel's not, believe me, diesel is no, no good either. But something about kerosene, ah, not good. Not good at all. So J.D. Vance wins. Uh, I can promise you if President Trump endorsed Josh Mandel, Josh Mandel would have won. He's the difference maker. Challengers would have their own base support that they've earned during a campaign. But Trump voters... It will be someday the phenomenon, the human cult of personality that is Donald Trump. Someday it will maybe it'll it'll come down to me writing the book. I've got a book in me. I just don't have time right now to write it. But I've got one in me and someday it's going to happen. And by the way, I promise you this. I'll sell more than 250 in the first week. I'm not bragging that I'll be New York Times or bestseller or anything like that, but I'll sell more than Jill Biden did. 250 books in a week when you're in the White House. That, that, that should be a crime. Should be, be a, a, an arrest sheet on that. Rap sheet. But that's, that's the way that it is. If Mandel had gotten Trump's uh, endorsement, he wins. J.D. Vance got it. He wins. And again, it shows you how forgiving Trump is. 
because J.D. Vance was a one-time nasty, staunch critic of Trump. One of the nicest things he said about Trump was that he was worse than Hitler. And Trump is a very forgiving person. Very, very forgiving. There was something I wanted to share. We have a minute left. See if I can find it here. Yes. Out of all the things I have, and I've got about 20 things I didn't get to, but Florida, they are having the textbook publishers for their school books remove all woke content. Do you know they found out this is objective findings? They found out that more than 40%, of math books in the state of Florida had woke crap in them. That's math books. I told you one of the questions was, and it was a math question. I don't remember exactly what the numbers was. It was addition, multiplication, subtraction, division. But it was like, if you're a racist, how much is two times two? I mean, it, they're unbelievable. How do, you, how do you even fit that in, racist, within a, a, a simple math equation? So Governor Ron DeSantis has demanded the elimination of all woke content after more than 40% of math books in the state were rejected because they, they had woke content in them. John Varallo from the Atlantic City Professional Firefighters is next. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour. Welcome to the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. The small mayor of Atlantic City is listening right now because he knows that I'm going to be talking about him this hour. And uh, if you figure that out, small mayor, you would be correct Joining us uh, is the president of the Atlantic City Firefighters Union, Local 198, John Varallo. John, welcome to Hurley in the Morning. How are you, Mr. President? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Thanks, thanks for having me on again. Well, it's a pleasure. And are you a little bit sick and tired of being sick and tired of being called a liar? Is that getting old for you? I, 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 I'm definitely, uh, to be honest with you, Harry, I'm taken back about yesterday. Uh, it was very, very unprofessional. Um, I'm not even sure what they were trying to accomplish. They went in a direction that uh, I, you know, they talked about things that I don't even know why they went down some of the rabbit holes that they went down. Um, but nonetheless, I'm, I'm just, I'm taken back by, you know, what's, what's transpired over the last couple of days. Well, I will tell you, uh, and these are my words, Mayor, so don't, don't hold uh, the union president accountable for uh, what I say. Uh, small is an animal. He's uncivilized. Uh, he's small. Is he got the boy? Did he get the right surname? Very small. Very juvenile. Very petty. Uh, not very smart. And so he defaults 
to being a nasty person. I cite facts. I don't get into the personal stuff. Uh, I, I just don't do that. That's, that's his game. I don't play that game. I've cited facts that are incontrovertible. I'm going to be citing more today, both here and in writing. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to be called a liar again. I was called a liar by the mayor of Atlantic City, even though I had a letter from the superintendent of public schools saying, Stockton, get out. We're going to be using the boathouse. Get out ASAP. I was called a liar that that didn't happen, that they were trying to keep Stockton there. But did we see how that goes? Now, now the boathouse is going to the city. How did it go from they were going to use it more and more and more and more, so much more that Stockton can't use it to the city is going to have it for Marty's parties. So not even going to go there and bring you into that cesspool. They lie about lying. Let's cite some facts because there's not one fact that's been submitted. The engines that we said were out of service, and I've written, as you know, several articles over the past week. All of them have been incredibly well read, and they are accurate. Is there anything in there that I need to correct? Because I'm very big on that. If I make a mistake, I want to correct it. Were the engines that were down because we're being lied about that they aren't down? The one person I'm a little bit disappointed because I've backed him up is the chief. The chief, I understand. I just saw um, an email from a friend who said, hey, Harry, you've been really good to Chief Evans. You've held him harmless. You've been supporting him. And he threw you under the bus uh, to the press of Atlantic City. I, I don't read it, but this person said that that Evans was disappointed in my reporting. Uh, Chief, shame on you, because I have backed you up, I mean, to the hilt. But I understand why he did it, because he's got to He's got to work with this creature. So I give him a pass on that, Mr. President. But is there anything in our reporting about these engines, about the the, uh, mutual aid coming from Ventnor and Margate? Is there anything that I've reported on that I need to correct? Because if there is, tell me and I'll do it. No, actually, quite to the contrary. If you look at the uh, the reports for the day like I did, um, we keep logbooks uh, about the, the status and, and, and what the companies do on a daily basis as well as um, reports that are on the computer. So it, it's really easy to prove. That's why when I say I was taken back, I was kind of confused on what they were trying to accomplish at the press conference because a lot of which is, is, is reported by you or any other news outlet is actually documented on a daily basis. So when you look at those logs, You'll see that Engine 6, uh, when you reported on it, was closed due to manpower. Engine 7's uh, crew were detailed to other apparatus, as well as the roll call sheets that are on the computer, which will also show in detail that those individuals were moved around the city, which essentially closed that one firehouse, put Engine 7 out of service, and those members were unavailable to respond. Now, later in the day, when it was brought up and it was talked about on the radio, an engine was brought over to City Hall where some members were in a class training. They were handed radios, and it's still unknown at this time if they even had their gear with them to be even able to jump on the apparatus and respond to an alarm. I would have to double check into that. Um, But the reality is is that 
those engine companies shut down, that firehouse shut down in the district that had just had a fire the previous the day before with a victim in there. Um, responding from City Hall or any other location without their gear would increase response times. And that's exactly what we were reporting on that day when I spoke to you and you wrote the article was that there was a danger and harm to the public in those districts because members would be double or triple the amount of time needed to respond to any type of emergency that was that was that that would have been abnormal to our response times that we that we you know that we provide to the to the public in that area we are visiting with john varallo the president of the atlantic city professional firefighters union local number 198 uh so in terms of what happened yesterday i do want to get into some more of the um erroneous things that have been said and i also want to break some news this morning that was provided to me late last night uh, by a source who saw that I was being called dishonest uh, and wanted to demonstrate uh, how spot on we have been in our reporting and that it even went further than I have reported to date. So we're going to reveal some of that before the end of this hour that I don't even know. I have to believe that probably the union president knows um, all or some of this, but we're going to put it into the record and as I always do, I report and I let people make up their own mind. If, if I'm referring to unambiguous reports, things that are documented, uh, usually people like if I show a letter, I'm called a liar. I actually kept the Caldwell letter out until Marty Small called me a liar. Then I published it uh, and then he shut up because there was nothing he could do at that point. But we're going to do more of that coming up today and, and before this hour ends But in terms of yesterday, my understanding, Tom Foley agreed, the apparatus that will be purchased, the new apparatus and the used piece from Ventnor and the 19 to 25 officers we put in our report approximately 22. So I used the word approximate and I said 22, 19 to 25. I feel really vindicated by that range that Chief Evans gave yesterday. I'm told that will fix about 25% of your current problems. Do you agree with that as a rough estimate? It, it actually, I, I I think that it will be net neutral. Um, I, I think we're facing, you know, anywhere from possibly, you know, 10 to 20 retirements. We're down about 10 uh, members uh, from the, the previous number of 191. I think the chief said we're at 183 and we're looking at next year, you know, 10 to 15 guys and girls that could possibly retire. So when you take the 19 to 25 hires that they have in the budget, um, essentially uh, we'll be, you know, it, we'll kind of level off to where we were maybe, you know, maybe nine months ago, but to achieve or, or, or bring our numbers back to where they were previously of 270, 240, 220, and even, you know, during the takeover, 20. Five um, is probably going to take about it another class. So, all right. So let me let me ask you this then, Mr. President. Net neutral in terms of the human resource, the staffing, because that's a fair comment. If you're going to add nineteen to twenty five, but you have twenty retirements, you're treading water at that point. I concede the point, and that is not twenty five percent. What about the apparatus? What percentage? in terms of what you need versus what that will give you, what does that achieve? The two new engines and the piece, the used piece that the city is going to buy from Ventnor. 
So when I when you asked me earlier about you know yesterday and what happened, this was the rabbit hole that I didn't understand that they were going down because at the time and the and, and what was reported versus what they brought up yesterday, the reality is is our fleet is almost outside of the new ladder. Um, we did have a new engine and, and engine six is, is relatively new. Um, we're looking at about five apparatus that need to be placed immediately. There's NFPA standards which govern um, about how often uh, a, a reserve piece should u- be used in in place of a front line piece um, maintenance and different things like that there's a, there's all standards out there that are followed by you know again they're not a law they're a standard but p osha and other places that have come in and inspect our apparatuses these are recommendations that we should be using on a daily basis as a professional fire department with the amount of calls that we have um, based off of that criteria um, I, I would i would i would probably guesstimate but i think i'm pretty close that five apparatus need to be placed immediately and then that still leaves us vulnerable because we don't have the correct amount or proper um, reserve apparatus to fill in when they would need their just general maintenance. Um, so essentially, our whole entire fleet over the next couple of years uh, has to be, there has to be, that. that's why we call for an apparatus plan to be approved by city council, working collectively with everybody in the city, all stakeholders from the state to local government, to the chief of the department to kind of put this apparatus in, uh, uh, apparatus replacement plan um, and, and you know, put it in play so that over the next couple of years, we realize that it can't happen overnight. It, there's a lot of money. They're expensive. We don't want to cause a, any undue burden onto the taxpayers. But at the same time, these apparatus, are they're dangerous. Somebody is going to get hurt. We have documented issues where they have failed. They have failed on calls. Whether they're fires or any other type of an emergency, they have have shut down uninspectedly. We've had to pull people out of fires uh, on work and jobs. Why these apparatuses were running out front because we've lost pressure and other things. So to sit there and say that all the equipment is safe and everything is is is, is great and that there is no danger, it's completely false. And that right now, I will tell you on the record and on the radio. Hold that cliffhanger right there. What you're going to share on the record, we will get to in just a few minutes. We've got to jump about three minutes past when I wanted to go to the break, but I just, it's just the content is so important. I didn't want to interrupt you. Sean Hannity is up. I am early in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. And we know it. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for pursuing the truth in broadcasting with us. Here's Sean Hannity. John Varallo continues after this. The truth and nothing but. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. This is the satellite view that I want you to have on this issue. Abortion's not going away. It's not going to be made illegal if, in fact, this becomes the decision. They want to demagogue this issue because they've got nothing else. Democrats can't run on how they've handled COVID. They ran out of COVID tests over Christmas. They've never produced enough monoclonal antibodies or antivirals or ever followed the science towards therapeutics when you have fully vaccinated, boosted, boosted, and even people with previous infections still getting COVID. These are the people that have created chaos at the border, the likes of which we've never seen 25, 30 year record in terms of illegal immigrants because of their policies. So they're looking at this as like, oh, we're going to cling to this. Keeping you on the straight path. Later today, it's the Sean Hannity Show.
Are you a real estate investor looking to refinance one or more of your properties? Most lenders only work with cookie cutter W-2 borrowers. At Cash Call Mortgage, we have loans designed specifically for investment properties. We qualify customers based on the cash flow from the investment property. Borrowers can get up to $2.5 million. That's right, $2.5 million. No tax returns or employment verification needed for our investment property loans and absolutely no lender or broker fees. If you're a real estate investor looking to refinance a mortgage on one or more of your investment properties, give Cash Call Mortgage a try. To see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call now, 800-940-0226. That's 800-940-0226. 800-940-0226. Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act License Number 4131083. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Or visit CashCallMortgage.com. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It's 23 minutes past the hour. We are visiting with John Varallo. He is the president of the Atlantic City Professional Firefighters Union Local 198. Uh, a good man, uh, leading during impossibly difficult times. Number one, uh, because these are very serious issues when you're talking about not having enough staffing. Uh, also, the chief said that there was only one fire company, uh, one station that was closed. I, I just don't think that was that was accurate that that he said that uh, in in the local daily. I understand. Maybe we could talk about that uh, later this half hour uh, before we run out of time. But I want to turn it back to you, John. You were about to break something, and we went to the uh, the break. You are back. Uh, what were you about to say? Well, the only, the only thing that I was that I was discussing was that you know, based on the, the apparatus are unreliable, and you know, throughout. The long history of our of the fleet that we have, uh, there has been many incidents, like I said, on on a, a multitude of different calls uh, where these apparatus have had mechanical issues, which has impacted, um, you know, how we respond uh, and and the manner in which we respond. And and really, I think what needs to be driven home with everyone who's not really or doesn't understand the fire service is that we quantify our results, positive or negative, um, based on yet yeah, manpower, obviously. The membership is very important. You know how many uh, firefighters were able to throw at a scene, the equipment that we're able to bring. But the one that wasn't discussed yesterday, and which really should have been at the press conference, if the if the chief and, and the mayor um, really wanted to give an education to the public to talk about safety, they would have brought up response times. Um, and response times is the way that we quantify how fast we get to a fire scene or to a medical emergency, and that is what kind of dictates really life versus death or how much property we lose or how fast we stabilize an incident. Um, so when you have apparatus that are breaking down, um, that cannot go in the pump, or that do not have the necessary working equipment or uh, not functioning properly, um, you start to you know lose control of that ability to properly respond and perform or give the residents or, or the you know the emergency scene itself uh, the proper response time that is needed to mitigate that incident. So I think that's really the crux of what we're talking about here. So when somebody calls up the radio, the local radio station, and they tell them that two companies are shut down, and I and I, and I can explain why he said as one company versus two, it's because later on in the day, they made an adjustment. They grabbed engine seven, they moved it over to city hall. They parked it in the parking lot to try to save face. The reality was is that the company's gear was all over the place. They were inside of a classroom. They were outside of their district. 
they were closed during the meeting. Engine six was completely closed. And we and when you have those apparatuses which flank each end of the town, engine six in the lower Chelsea neighborhood, engine seven is in the inlet section. When you take and you you remove your apparatus from from the, the outside of your, the city limits, you've now and engine four has been closed. This is what the public needs to know, is that the engine four has been closed since the takeover. So our, our fire capabilities have already been reduced over the years. So when you remove that, you have a whole section of town, anyone who's familiar with California Avenue, mm. and you take all the way from Mississippi Avenue, Missouri Avenue, all the way down to Jackson Avenue, is completely susceptible now. We have Engine 5, which is running with the Ventnor piece, which is 33 years old. It's an open cab. They follow behind in a, in a, in a suburban, and they're over the bridge. And anyone who lives in this area knows how, much, how many times a day the Albany Avenue bridge will go up, especially this time of year, which will leave one side of town completely susceptible, like I said, to not just fire. We had a wall collapse yesterday, a structural collapse that our, our men and women were working on for hours late into the night. We have hazmat. We have high angle rescue. We have, you know, uh, even water rescue. Uh, you know, this time of year, uh, we, you know, we provide a lot of services, you know, with people that are jumping in the water in the ocean and stuff like that, depending on the weather. So we have really limited capability once you start to shut down one engine company, let alone two. Um, so, you know, to, to kind of to give you a perspective, when the chief talks about a response time of four minutes to these calls. Four minutes is when you actually have your gear on and you're driving to the call. You have to dissect and look at the the anatomy of how a call is is processed from the from the dispatcher. How the information is then relayed um, to the fire department. We then have to receive that information. This all takes time. This is you know this is behavioral science of the human, right? So an individual calls maybe from a cell phone. It goes to a, um, a, a state police a dispatch. They have to then relay that. That information to the Atlantic City um, Dispatch Center. That information then has to get relayed to the fire department. It comes over our, our loudspeakers. We then process that information. We then run within 60 to 90 seconds. We want to throw our gear on. We have to get all the necessary tools and equipment onto the apparatus. Once we jump on the apparatus, then we have to respond. So when you have somebody outside of their home, and, they, and they're screaming and yelling, which is quite common. The public will say, I called you 10 minutes ago. I called 15 minutes ago. We might have just got the call, and we responded, and we got there in four minutes. But the whole totality of the situation, all the time that goes into it, it could be anywhere from 10, 11 minutes by the time you actually get on scene. And is it true, Foley mentioned it yesterday, we've reported different um, issues about this over the years that a fire can double in size every second? A fire doubles every 30 seconds. Okay, 30 so seconds. So what, 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 what I thought was disturbing from a, from a, a fire standpoint is any, a lot of, anyone that's listening, they've seen this quite often. You'll go on YouTube, you can watch a video. They'll use a, a dry Christmas tree. They'll use a couch. They'll use a mattress. Those are usually like the, the uh, quote-unquote, you know, the, like the go-to you know, material that they'll use to kind of show you the progression of fire. And they'll light it on fire, and then during that video, you'll see how fast a room will flash over, how fast everything will reach its, 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 uh, its ignition point. And usually what happens is within three minutes, that room will be fully involved. 
So when the chief tells you that engine six responded, and I was just a mattress fire, the reason why we didn't have more victims or a tragic incident or we didn't lose a home or a row home or a multifamily building is because engine six was available to respond within four minutes and they were able to stabilize that incident, protect life safety, protect property, and stabilize that incident. Had Engine 6 not been open on that day because they were not in district or detailed other fire stations, and now you go from four minutes response time, which is the time, like I just explained, that you got the call in your gear and you jump on the apparatus, versus now they have to drive from 15 city blocks away in their personal vehicle. They have to grab their gear. They have to jump on an apparatus and then they have to respond to that call. Now, now you're at 10 minutes from actually after you've gotten your, your, you know, you've gotten the alarm processed to the, to through the dispatch system. At that point, that fire is 15 times the size now that fire. Now we have people Well, that's six minutes. And then if you take 60 seconds, and then you use 30 as it doubles. I mean, you're talking about such a dramatic difference. If somebody says, oh, you know, four minutes, 10 minutes, what's the difference? Well, now you know. John, hold on. Let's uh, get our bottom of the hour break in, uh, and we'll be right back. Uh, and during this half hour, uh, we're going to break news that I'm not even sure if John Varallo knows. I suspect he probably does. You can hear how articulate he is. Let me remind everyone, too, um, about this. I'm a big believer, you know, anyone can have a problem with one person and it doesn't make anybody a bad person. It just things can happen. You don't get along with someone, whatever. And, and everybody has experienced that. Or you get along with somebody and somebody that you don't get along with gets along with that person. You're like, how do you get along with that person? The person's this, this, and this. Well, they're not to me. So you know that, too, that little idiosyncrasy type stuff. Just think about recent issues, and there's one sort of patient zero to all of this, and it's Marty Small. Stockton University, impeccable reputation, unassailable, $270 million investment in Atlantic City, gets shown the door as disrespectfully, disgustingly as you can possibly do. That's Marty Small. You've got how Dredgy Wood is being treated at Fish Heads, a 25-year business owner that has endured, what, uh, five mayors, four mayors, till this clown, now he's a problem. And then you have the fire department. There, I don't remember a mayor ever saying the things about anyone involved with the Atlantic City professional firefighters, the likes of which Marty Small did yesterday. I submit to you with those three exhibits, they're all independent of one another, and they all have one constant issue, one problem. Marty Small, he's the problem. Stockton's not the problem. The Atlantic City professional firefighters aren't the problem. Dredgy Wood and Fishheads are not is not the problem. Who is patient zero in all of this? And he's incompetent on top of that. He's not qualified to be the director of public safety. He knows nothing. You can tell he knows nothing. We'll be back. Don't go away. This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 
This is Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Certainly the fish head story because Dredgy Wood didn't leave. He defied the small order of eviction. That fish head's restaurant is still right where it's been for the last six, seven years. We have an Atlantic City Fire Department update and we'll have another one very shortly. Check that out and a whole lot more on the app. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. It's a warm front, cold front day. Your Wednesday morning has turned wet, but it's not going to rain all day. By mid-morning, we should largely dry out. Having said that, piece of instability could spark a shower or thunderstorm later this afternoon. Hopefully, we do see some peaks of sun later. Look for a high temperature around 68. Drying out, clearing skies tonight, low 54. Nice day tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, high 66. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're visiting. It's 39 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. You did that, and we thank you so much for it. We are visiting with John Varallo, the president of the Atlantic City Firefighters, Local 198. And if you've missed any of the first half, you've missed quite a bit. Uh, But the podcast is always available, so you can check that out a little bit later today on demand at your pleasure. Uh, Mr. President, I received information late last night and actually the 10 o'clock hour. It was someone that, that saw that I was being lied about and listening to what has been said and the source and their multiple sources have provided me with information that the apparatus that you've been referring to that you you say needs to be replaced these five engines for example that they on an annual basis have been failing their inspection uh is that true or is that false I mean, I would have to to look at the the maintenance records. Matter of fact, after the press conference yesterday, I reached out to the shop division uh, to to uh, try to, you know, retrieve those records. And um, a phone call was made and they were told not to give them to me. Um, So, you know, I'll handle that through an OPA request or or however I have to go about getting that information. Because obviously, you know, when there's a press conference and you're and you're and and someone makes a claim that you're given inaccurate information. I mean, I have a reputation like everybody else. Um, And, you know, I'm not looking to, you know, put a shed a bad light on Atlantic City. I have so much love for this town. Uh, You know, honestly, through your reporting and and through what the work that the union does, um, it's my goal to make Atlantic City safer for everyone that comes here. So, you know, we we the the local government, the mayor, the chief, we all represent the taxpayers and residents in Atlantic City. And over here, I'm over here doing my job. And because it doesn't align with somebody's, um, you know, how they want to be perceived publicly, um, they would then want to come and attack me. And, Harry, I got some more breaking news for you while I have you on the phone. I would have to dig in to this a little bit more uh, before, but I'm being told that our rescue company is now being shut down today, right now as we're speaking, um, due to a manpower issue. Again, I would have to dig into it to figure out what's going on, but this is the daily nonsense that I'm talking about, about how 
classes are being run. They take individuals from one area to another. They're detailing them around. The company's closed down. They're not at the firehouse. And then when we have to respond to alarm. Now, again, I'm putting it out there. I'd have to dig into it and see exactly uh, what happened, uh, you know, before I really make a claim. But as of right now, they're telling me that it's, you know, that it's being shut down. So that, that has an impact on, on how we provide our services to the residents in the, in the city of Atlantic City. Do me uh, a favor, if you would, a professional courtesy, uh, because I am following up this interview with an article at WPGTalkRadio.com and on the WPG Talk Radio app. If that rescue company has, in fact, I'm going to leave that out of my article until it's confirmed. Uh, I know how responsible you are. I don't think you would have said that if you didn't already know it. But if you could button that up just a little bit more for me, I will add that into the piece. Um, and I'd like to have that information at the earliest possible time because we will be going to print within the next half hour to uh, 45 minutes. Let me tell you what I've learned. And I learned this last night. These engines that you're talking about that are 14, 20, 23, 31 years old, uh, you mentioned one thirty-three years old. Uh, they have been failing with great regularity the annual inspection that is done. I have learned and I have confirmed that and I will, I am now and I will be reporting that and I have proof uh, to that extent. Would that surprise you? You, you, you said about your request, they won't give it, you this information. Well, I've got it. Uh, everything they try to hide, it comes to me faster because they know that bad people are hot. Why, if nothing's wrong, why wouldn't you, you just made a request to get something. You're told you can't have it. You have to do an Oprah request. The president of a large professional firefighter organization has to do an Oprah request to get information whether their vehicles have passed or failed annual inspections, the engines. I mean, that doesn't tell you everything you need to know, that something here is very broken. That's embarrassing, totally embarrassing. Well, last night I didn't have to do an Oprah request. Because a very famous person with great access reached out to me last night that didn't like the way I was being treated uh, in terms of being lied about when I'm speaking the truth. And I'm really careful. Before I say something, before I write something, I've got it nailed down. Like I knew when I was being called a liar on Stockton, I knew I had right in my briefcase the superintendent letter that said, Stockton, get out. As soon as possible, I was being lied at, lied about about Dredgy Wood, and I knew for a fact I had corroboration that he was told get out. I was being lied about at, with that, and and of course with several issues here involving our reporting with the fire department. The only thing I will say, I don't have to defend myself. My work uh, is is verifiable. Is we backed it all up. A lying mayor can just lie, you know, about lying. That's that's no big deal. You just do it. They do it with ease. They flip their script so many times, they don't even know which story they're telling. It went from the uh, Stockton has to leave the boathouse ASAP to, oh, we want Stockton to stay, to the school board vote where they voted him out, to the school board giving the boathouse to the city because evidently they're not going to be using it uh, like they said they were going to be using it. And it's the same stuff with each issue that we deal with. They lie about lying. Uh, but we have the proof that these, these, and it's not a shock. You're talking about decades old pieces of equipment. I'm not shocked to learn that they fail. 
every single year for the last four straight years. I'm not surprised about that. But I'm sure I'm going to be called a liar about that as well. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away with John Varallo. I am early in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Life is hectic here in South Jersey, but one thing you don't have to worry about is missing the information you need while you're running around doing a zillion things. That's why WPG Talk Radio 95.5 brings you everything you need to know in six minutes at the top of every hour. National headlines from Fox News Radio, South Jersey News, and your local AccuWeather forecast all in six minutes. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 52 minutes past the hour. It has really flown by with John Perallo. Uh We've shared a lot of content. We're going to share a lot more coming up in this final eight-minute segment, and then to be continued because there are a lot of issues that we won't have the chance to get to today. But I think we've gotten to the, the ones that we needed to. And this one in particular, I want to drill down on because it's apparent that the age of this equipment, and and again, it's it's old equipment. I mean, it's it's just like an automobile. At some point, you just have things that are mechanical and they break down. I'll quote my friend, Mayor Kane that talks about their mechanical things and they break down. When you take into consideration some of this equipment is more than three decades old and that almost all of it that we're talking about is nearing or at or above two decades, you're going to have this kind of thing. So it should come as no surprise to anyone that on an annual basis, most of the apparatus that we're talking about has failed the annual inspection. Now they go to work. And they, they fix it, and then they test it again. But this equipment is failing on an annual basis. I, I can document for at least the past four years that most of the equipment has failed during the annual inspection. Mr. President, that wouldn't shock you to hear that, would it? Knowing the age of the, the fleet, right? Well, no, no, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, if I go through the records of my emails that I've even sent the fire administration, I, I pulled one up actually while we were on break, and it was from 2018, and I talked about Engine 7 breaking breaking down on the way to a structure fire. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure that we could absolutely quantify that, 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 you know, that those problems do exist and that they failed those inspections. Um, that that's that's probably the easiest uh, piece of the puzzle to to kind of I guess quote unquote prove uh, based out of everything else that we've discussed today, Mr. President. How challenging is it right now to serve the public to provide public safety under the current circumstances? Well, the the current circumstances are the roadblocks that impede you from doing what you need to to get done, and and you know it kind of. That's what hurts me about this whole entire situation. Um, and, you know, I think the chief yesterday tried to give Local 198 a little bit of credit. Um, I, I thought it, it was very short of what we actually do on a daily basis. My sole mission here uh, and my member's sole mission, and I think this is the most important, uh, you know, thing that needs to really be discussed outside of the apparatus and the equipment, is that we're all on the same team. And, and, and I'm not trying to be corny. I'm not trying to come off a certain way for political reasons. My main focus is that my members and the residents and, and anyone that visits or works in Atlantic City on a daily basis. You know, we've extended the olive branch both to the chief on multiple different occasions as well as the mayor. 
to have a working relationship. We need to have a working relationship. Business has to get done. My objective was not to come on the radio today to call anybody names, not to make anyone look bad, but I, we got called out yesterday and we got called inaccurate and that we were devils and, and, and a bunch of things that, you know, that, that I take personal. I worked very hard. And the mayor took credit for a lot of things. And I will, you know, I will back him up and say that not all of these are his problems. You know, he hasn't been there for uh, the mayor in charge for the last 11 years that our fleet has been deteriorating. And I understand that. But I do not think you or even me, we asked first people to step up and step in. But we never blamed them. We never said that anyone was going to die in a high rise. The, the, the facts that were reported were exactly what took place that day. And there was nothing that was inaccurate. So, you know, now here we are and we're going through a whole litany of the whole, all these different issues that have existed that I've documented and that I've sent emails on. So when people are saying to me, well, yeah, you don't want to make Atlantic City look bad or you're poking at the mayor or you're this, that, the other, that's absolutely not true. Local 198 has been here. We fought the takeover of Atlantic City. We got amendments to change this the second takeover that no one stood up and fought. Think about that. Elected officials, no one stood up and fought it. We brought civil service and collective bargaining back. The reason why Ladder 1 was bought, and if I have to produce documents on that side, I will, is because of Local 198, Harry Hurley, and our friends up at the International and the State Associations working collectively through like I said, court of public opinion, through court systems, through politics, that all goes into the, to the recipe of how you get things done. The last couple of engines, Harry, I was on your show in the summertime when we had it, when we had this issue previously, and then all of a sudden an engine goes on the council agenda. I've had my state president writing emails and letters to, to the, to the front office, to the governor's office. We've brought the $2 surcharge to alleviate the burden of the taxpayers. That is local 198 that has done that. When people come to this town, if they want to erect buildings that go 700 feet up in the air, if they want to pack people in 250,000 and bring all this traffic and increase this call volume, we have a surcharge now that is dedicated funds to get these apparatus and fix it. And those are all things that Local 198 has done for this community so that the taxpayers do not have to be on the hook. So when someone calls me out and thinks that I have ulterior motives or that I'm disgruntled, I'm fearful for my members. I'm fearful for the public. And I'm doing and I'm trying to do my job for the same people that the people that did the press conference yesterday are supposed to serve. It's not any one person's fault. But this is the reality that we're in. This is where we are at. This is the situation. And we have objectives that need to be complete. So we can do it collectively together as one and work on the same team. Or we can constantly have fighting. I'm telling you on the radio and anyone that's listening, I'm not here to fight. I'm here to find solutions and get to the bottom of how we can rectify this problem in the quickest manner possible. You are listening to John Varallo, the president of Atlantic City Professional Firefighters Local 198. Closing minute, closing comment from you. With the staffing that will be added, basically only backfilling departures, retirements, and so on, uh, what's the future hold to to actually get what you need to make a difference so that places that usually have four people that right now might have three can get back to full complement, that all the companies can be open and all of this? What do you think it's going to take? The future is bright. We have the best firefighters in the area. 
We have the strongest union in the area. We have all the friends that we need in the correct places. I believe everything will fall into place. I believe that this issue eventually will be behind us. It's going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight. But everyone has to realize that's involved in this situation from the state to the city, city council, and anyone else that's a stakeholder, the casinos, residents, visitors, everybody. We have some work that needs to get done. And rather throw in shots across the bow at one another, we need to get get into a room. And and, that, and that's the, the biggest piece that I'm trying to put out here is that we have ideas, we have plans, but you can't shut down to us. You can't not open up your door. And they shouldn't be putting you or anybody else uh, in your department down. Mr. President, we're at the uh, finish line for today. To be continued. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. John Walter. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. It's six minutes past the hour. John Walters is here. He is the official, the exclusive reverse mortgage expert for the Hurley in the Morning program. John has provided you with strategic options to improve your retirement outcomes for the past 16 years. Over the next hour... Please listen closely as John shares with you a variety of techniques and things that you can do and how the reverse mortgage can really become a part of your pension for the rest of your life. There's no obligation. John is not low sale, light sale. He's no sale. He'll just educate. You'll decide. You'll know when you learn about what John can do and the many options that are available to you. Give John a call. If I've inspired you to call John, please tell him. Hurley in the Morning sent you. 609-231-4924. That's 609-231-4924. John will sit down. You can do it in person if you prefer. If you prefer to do it digitally, John will be able to do uh, FaceTime or Zoom or however you'd like to connect. Uh, And that works out great as well. And I can tell you without overstating the case that this could change your life. If you have a mortgage payment right now, you won't. If you need a certain amount of income on a monthly basis, direct deposited into your demand deposit account, John can make that happen. But you have to call him to sit down and review your options. 609-231-4924. Also, and it's just part of the pedigree, John is a certified reverse mortgage professional Only about 200 in all America. John, first, thank you for the switcheroo because I won't be here next Wednesday. And it's a double switcheroo because you would usually be here next Wednesday and then two weeks after that. And you would usually be with us in the 9 o'clock hour. And here you are today in the 8 o'clock hour. So I thank you very much for your partnership, John. And the time is yours. Thank you. No problem, Harry. I appreciate it. And I was uh, thinking about because of the change of schedule, we probably have a different uh, a different uh, 
listening audience, or there are some people that hadn't been on the nine o'clock show. Correct. And so I was thinking about. Pardon me? I, I said correct. It's it's true. It can be many of the same that uh, we are blessed that would be here in the eight and nine o'clock hours. But you're right. There are people hearing you today for the first time. No doubt about it. Let's make it count. So so what I wanted to do was maybe go over some of the uh, beginning parts about a reverse mortgage and what it is for those people that haven't listened. But I'm what you call a reverse mortgage specialist, a Malone originator. And I've been involved in this space for over 16 years. And as Harry just mentioned, my my sole job is to educate people about this financial program of how it can either play a part of your retirement or not. And uh, what I wanted to share about what a reverse mortgage is, it's it's uh, pretty simple. It's You have the ability, if you're 62 years old or older, to be able to tap in to get a portion of the equity in your property. And what do I mean by that is if you have a $200,000 property, you have to have at least 50% equity approximately, which is about $100,000. And that's what you could qualify for. So if people are wondering how much can you get from a reverse mortgage, it's based on age, it's based on the interest rate, and it's based on the appraisal. And, um, but round numbers, that's that's a very good number to use. So this is a very, very protected program. The idea behind the program is to allow people of retirement age. We have to understand those of us who are of retirement age are in a different phase of our life in the sense that we are in what's called the distribution phase, which means that we're on a fixed income where we might be on or might be collecting our pensions if we happen to have one or not. But what happens is we have several things that happen to us as we age. And as we age, uh, we need to leverage whatever we possibly can financially. And the reverse mortgage is one of those programs that you can leverage that can strengthen your retirement program. So eligibility, we have two different programs. One begins at 55. The other one begins at 62. Uh, About 50% equity in the property has to be your primary property. It can be a single family home. It can be a condo or it can be up to four units. So uh, it's pretty straightforward. Um, The biggest issue, I should say, the most challenging for me, it's probably one of the most misunderstood programs because it does work opposite of a forward mortgage. And we'll talk a little bit about that as we move along. One of the... uh, I had a very interesting, I had a discussion meeting with a financial planner yesterday, and one of the questions that he asked me was, how is the reverse mortgage affected by the rising interest rate environment that we're now experiencing? Uh, If you're not aware of it, rates have gone up, uh, actually two or three jumps, at least in in our space anyway, and they're still looking at rates going up. Now, When rates go up in the reverse mortgage world, what the difference is, the amount of proceeds that somebody qualifies for could go down. And it goes down a percentage based on what that increase in the interest rate is. So we're affected by less proceeds to the borrower. In the forward world, what that creates uh, is an increase in the payment. 
So it works. There's a yin and yang that takes place between the forward and reverse space. Um, the other thing about uh, this particular program, when rates go up, uh, we have to think about this, uh, is that there is no payment towards principal and interest. You don't have to make a principal interest payment. You can choose to do that if you want. So therefore, rising interest rates is not going to affect you now. Where it affects you is at the very end of the loan, where your principal balance can increase faster because the rate goes up. So um, uh, the aspect of being concerned about an increase, you don't need to with the reverse mortgage. So that's, that's vitally important. Also, um, I was in discussion with a couple of banks yesterday, and I don't know if people are aware of it or not, but uh, uh, banks are now freezing a lot of lines of credit. And what I mean freezing is if you have a line of credit, uh, they're not increasing the limits on that. They are actually uh, keeping them where they are for now. And they also have the ability to shut them down completely. Um, now, this is vitally important with the reverse mortgage because that cannot happen with the reverse mortgage line of credit. So there is a, we call this a buffered asset. And um, it's a mechanism through the FHA, through HUD, where you pay a mortgage insurance premium, and that premium goes towards this protection that we have. So if you qualify for X amount of dollars, no matter what the economy is doing, no matter what the interest rates are doing, does it matter about home value? Those funds are guaranteed by the FHA and by HUD. And somebody says, are they guaranteed for life? Well, they're as guaranteed as strong as the United States government is concerned. So I'll say that uh, it's a pretty good guarantee. So uh, so that's a, another area that's vitally important about this program, how it's different. One of the concerns, uh, or I should say part of our discussion happens to be, is how secure or how safe is a reverse mortgage? Now, we say that this is an asset, which it is. Uh, we actually use it in conjunction with stocks, bonds, mutual funds, 401ks. And we actually use it to buffer some other things that are happening. Let me give you an example. So if we, if, if we take as an example, um, if you have to withdraw out of your 401k, and you, uh, there's a tax liability, uh, and right now with a sequence of return risk, which, which, is, which basically means that the market's down, you're getting, uh, it's costing you more money. And with a reverse mortgage, what happens, being it's non-taxable, you're not affected that way. So, John, take a pause right there, uh, hold your spot, and we will come back strong in just a few minutes. You are listening to John Walters, the official the exclusive reverse mortgage expert. What we typically do, and I love it, but today's all, uh, is also extra special uh, with John. We do a real estate block where we do the forward mortgage followed by the reverse mortgage, forward mortgage with Jim Alamut. And we, obviously we've been doing that program for over 25 years. And we've done the reverse mortgage program for more than 20 years on this program. The whole evolution of the program, early years right to the, the present, and uh, I'm excited about the opportunities 
that are available to those who are listening to really potentially change your circumstances. You may be struggling right now to make a monthly mortgage payment, not understanding how you can make your home that you want to stay in go to work for you. John Walters continues right after this. I'm Hurley in the Morning. This is WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. All because of you and we know it. Coming up right after John, Sean Steitler, we've already chatted. He's ready to go with our regular East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows monthly program, which is always on the first Wednesday of every every month in the 9 o'clock hour. With John, this is... Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much. 22 minutes past the hour. John will be joined after the bottom of the hour break by his distinguished guest. And uh, he'll do the honors of introducing his guest coming up a little bit later in the program, right around the corner. You're listening to John Walters, the official, the exclusive reverse mortgage expert for the Hurley in the Morning program. You can reach John at 609-231-4924 to review your many options. 609-231-4924. That's 609-231-4924. This could change your life. And please listen to how it can change your life. I mean, I, I, I just, John, I would just say, I know you, we have a cliffhanger we're going right back to, but I would just say just losing the mortgage payment. If there's somebody out there listening right now that is in a really good position, you know, owns most of their home, but still has a, the same mortgage payment that they may have had for the last 20 some years, but they're not yet to 30 years, uh, you can take that mortgage payment and end it. Tell, now, you tell me, John, that's life-changing right there, isn't it? Life-changing. As a matter of fact, and I'm, I'm always glad when you bring it back to the table, and there's two things that you keep bringing back. The mortgage, which I don't bring up all the time, and the second is is get a reverse mortgage when you don't need one. Yep. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Now, in reference to what Harry is talking about, if you have a forward mortgage and you're 60, 65, 70, 75, which is not uncommon, and you might only owe $20,000 on that reverse mortgage, but your payment's $1,500 a month or 2000 a month. Uh, get rid of it. Have it paid off with the reverse mortgage. You can always continue to pay, but the idea behind it is it gives you the flexibility and frees it up. So uh, that's something to think about. Uh, the second thing I want to bring up, which I write down, Harry, which I like, is, you know, when do you get a reverse mortgage? Well, recommendation, as soon as you turn 62, with the heck of anyway, because of the growing line of credit, you don't have to use it, but that can grow and grow and grow until a time comes down the road that you may need additional income uh, because of different things happening. And I'm going to actually lead that into uh, my next part, which happens to be Social Security uh, plays a big part of what I do. And let me share with you about that. This is a, a, a tr- this is an example. I got a call from an attorney uh, in reference to one of his clients, husband and wife, or uh, husband and wife, or I should say the husband and wife both are on Social Security. And 
And what happens is, is that the husband passed away. And because of that, what happened was the wife winds up losing a good portion of the income. As a matter of fact, the husband was earning $1,900 a month off of Social Security. The wife was earning 1200 And she gets the right to keep the highest amount, which was the $1,900 one. And she would lose hers. But it turns out that she reduced her income or was forced to reduce her income by 38%. And in talking um, with the attorney, what we did was we set up a reverse mortgage and we were able to supplement. She only wanted the difference, uh, which we could do, supplement the income and set up a line of credit besides that to basically take care of all of her expenses. So social security and reverse mortgages kind of go hand in hand because it always always plays a part. Now I wanna give you a little tip about social security and I've given this and it also helped for my wife and I. There is something called a spousal benefit that most people aren't aware of. And what we mean by a spousal benefit is that if the husband or the wife is of full retirement age, depends on what year you were born, if it's 66, 67. And the other spouse's social security would be less than half his. She could collect half his social security and not affect her social security that she would apply for whenever she would want down the road. So it's called the spousal benefit. And as a matter of fact, uh, they called it a deemed filing. So if you're in that situation, check with your Social Security uh, office because I find it very valuable for people to understand the importance of doing that. So so what we want to do is, with Social Security, with the reverse mortgage, is strengthen your retirement. And so, therefore, the education plays a vitally important role here. And um, And... On the half hour here, I have a special guest, which I'm going to introduce at that time, to bring these points up because uh, of the importance of understanding strength in your retirement should be thought about how you can leverage what you have currently in your life to uh, increase your income. And and if you don't call, you're not going to know. So... Uh, you know, it's very, very important to be able to do that. All right. So one of the, one of the questions, again, it keeps getting, uh, I keep getting asked is when does, a, when does a reverse mortgage become due? As we know, in the forward world, uh, people will get a mortgage for 10 years or 15 or 20 or 30 or 40, depending what it is. In the reverse world, it's totally different. It's called a maturity event, M-A-T-U-R-I-T-Y. And basically what it means is until the last borrower remains in the home. And when the last borrower leaves the home, that's when the mortgage becomes due and payable. So um, does that mean can the house be sold? Can it be refinanced? Yes, it can. So... Uh, you always have the option of selling your property just like you do in the forward traditional world. Uh, sell your property, refinance your property. There's no prepayment penalty. 
Uh, there are many similarities between the forward and reverse, but there's also some big differences. So that's that's why the education plays such an important part. Um, the other thing that I would like to share with you, what we're going to talk about in the next half hour, has to do with our company, which is called Reverse Mortgage Funding. Um, I actually am employed by a company that is one of the largest in the United States. We actually lend in all 50 states. Uh, I cover New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Florida as far as my licensing is concerned. Um, but uh, what's important about this is to understand why it's important uh, to deal with a reputable lender. And uh, what I mean by that, they're just like any other business. You need to know who you're dealing with. Our company is rated A plus on the Better Business Bureau. Uh, you can do multiple searches and find out all about us. And we are actually the holder of the largest, uh, we actually depository of reverse mortgages as far as portfolioed uh, in the country. We have about 78,000 loans. Wow. John, hold it right there. We've got to get the break in. We're 31 minutes past the hour. We'll be right back. And John will introduce his guest in just a few minutes. You're listening to John Walter's Reverse Mortgage Funding, the official, the exclusive reverse mortgage expert for the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. All because of you, and we know it. With John Walters, I am Hurley in the Morning. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. We are back 31 minutes past the hour. It's Harry Hurley. You can follow these three stories and so much more on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Atlantic City's Fish Heads Seafood Restaurant has defied the Atlantic City eviction order. Uh, they are still in place. Yesterday was the deadline. Fish Heads Restaurant is still there as we speak. And we have several Atlantic City Fire Department updates, including uh, a lot of breaking news that took place last hour. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Another complicated weather setup, another unsettled day. We start with rain driving through South Jersey. There could be some rumbles of thunder and pockets of heavy stuff. From midday into this afternoon, our weather will turn drier, but I have to keep the chance for a shower or thunderstorm in the forecast. Today's high temperature around 68 degrees. Drying out tonight, low 54. Nice day tomorrow with good sunshine, high 66. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. A new fusion of flavor. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. John, I've had the nicest conversation off air with your distinguished guest. And uh, it is my honor to turn your program back over to you, John, to introduce your guest. Okay, thank you. um, Yeah, I'm I'm very fortunate to have Patty on the show. Uh, Her name is Patty Farrell. And Patty is a reverse mortgage loan specialist like myself. Patty and I work for the same company. We attend the same meetings. We hear each other on the telephone. But Patty has an extensive background. She's a graduate of Towson State University, and she obtained her associate's real estate broker's license, and she's been in the title business for like 
15, 16 years and has been originating reverse mortgages for over 19 years. So uh, one of the things I think is very important is to understand, if we look at Patty, we look at myself, we have extensive backgrounds and, and trying to do the best that we can for the borrowers. So Patty, welcome to the show. Thanks, John. I appreciate the invite today. I look forward to talking with you. Well, good. Well, here's my question for you, Patty. Uh, you have an extensive background, college graduate, real estate title. Why the reverse mortgage? How did you wind up in this space? Well, way back in, I think, 2002, 2003, I heard about the program. I was a realtor at the time. And I said, who would want one of those? And then I learned about it. I educated myself about it. And over time, I decided at the tender age of 47 to change careers. At the time, I didn't know how young the program was, but still, I started. And it just hooked me. I love helping people. And it just gives me the opportunity to educate, which I love doing. And at the same time, provide someone a service that they may not look at because they didn't have the right person. So it's basically the love of the business. It's not always easy. You can't help everybody but it's just being an educator and being able to be there so people can make an informed decision. You know, it's, it's great the way that you put it, because I, I, I've noticed with our peers, we all basically have the same philosophy. It's a matter of helping people the best that we can. You can't help everybody, but our goal and our objective is to try to help them. Can you think of uh, some of your past clients of maybe – Given this example, when you say helping somebody uh, with maybe a particular reverse mortgage strategy or how you basically put a smile on their face? Well, currently, I have a couple of clients. Uh, I have in the early years, I found out it used to be the single women. And then over time, as the program emerged, couples started getting involved. I guess the men were living longer. You know, they used to check out early on us. So the program <laughs> has had a few changes that, that I've seen over time. Um, and recently, my, my portfolio of loans helping people is from people going into retirement to single women, to some couples, and to some widowers. And currently, I have one client who was referred to me by a prior client who saw the benefit of the program. And he had lost his wife about five years ago. He was a retired cook and he was doing okay, has a lovely home, keeps it up very nicely. She, she left him in good hands and he's kept up her, her good work there. And he just had a small loan that he wanted to pay off and he's 75, enjoying life, but he wants to do a little bit more. And that little mortgage was just taking more of his cash flow than he wanted. So currently we're in the process. Um, we just have the appraiser going out. And hopefully in the next two weeks, we'll get the home appraised. And our goal is not only to pay off that mortgage so that he can have voluntary mortgage payments if he chooses to, but at the same time, in, he'll have better cash flow because he'd like to go on a cruise and he'd like to save a little bit so he can start doing some more things now that he's ready to get out there. And that's just one of my more recent um helpful clients. I just had a neurosurgeon who retired and he has, you know, they've done well in life, have a lovely home near the Naval Academy. But at this time, he just wants to have a backup savings account for the what ifs. He's a smart man, has other business ventures, but he saw the benefits of having a reverse line of credit where payments are voluntary. So it goes across the board. I have a single woman who's retired, but she couldn't really work because she has a disability. And she just wanted to pay off a very small line of credit 
and then do some home improvements to her house. And she called me yesterday to let me know that she was just ready to pay the contractor and was calling to get her first draw. So it goes across the board on what people are looking at. Some people are heading into retirement. An old boss from a former bank I worked for, he saw the benefit of paying off their $160,000 mortgage at their $460,000 home as he's heading into retirement at 65. She's 64. And they're just looking at not having to have to make a mortgage payment. But at the same time, he understands that a reverse, you can make a payment on certain loan programs and build up a line of credit for future needs, whether it's health care or just having fun. That's just a mix of Uh, some of the people I'm working with now. John, before your next question for Patty, we'll take our final break. We'll come back with one more uninterrupted segment. We'll have about nine minutes uninterrupted with John and with Patty. John Walters is the official and exclusive reverse mortgage expert for the Hurley in the Morning program. We'll be back. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. With John and Patty, I am Harry. We'll be right back. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much. We have a full 10 minutes left with John Walters, the official exclusive reverse mortgage expert specialist for the Hurley in the Morning program. John Walters is here. His distinguished guest is Patty Farrell. John, time is yours. Thank you. Patty, I I was thinking about this uh, when we talked, which happens to be Probably, uh, at least I feel, and a lot of other people feel, that the reverse mortgage is one of the most misunderstood financial programs that are out there. And our job, as far as being a loan originator, is is getting the confidence of the people that we meet with uh, to discuss and for them to overcome this misunderstanding. Uh, when you meet with clients, uh, how do you go about that process of having, educating them about the program? You know, John, for years, I was taught in the very early times when I didn't really understand the program a lot and was learning that there were a lot of misconceptions about the program. And unfortunately, as you said, a lot of people still misunderstand it over 18 and a half, almost 19 years later. I just like to let people know that the elephant in the room is usually that they're not going to lose their home, that the number one misconception is that you are in control of this. And if you qualify for the program and in different states, it's as young as 55 in my state of Maryland, it's 62. We don't quite have the other programs that it can be a tool to look at home equity and retirement. But once they understand more of the basics that it is a home equity and that you're utilizing it to the best of your retirement plan, it really opens up a lot of doors. I don't know if that gives you enough information there, but it can be a lifetime program. Some home equities are only for 10 years, but the reverse mortgage, as long as you remain the homeowner, you have the title to the home and pay your own taxes and insurance, you get to remain in your home and utilize that other bucket of equity in your retirement plan and cash flow is king, as I understand, in retirement. So it pays for people to at least get the right information about the program before saying, I don't want one of those. And I've had people say that, and then after sitting down with them, they go, I can do this? I said, yes, you can. 
<laughs> Excellent. Uh, well put. And, it, you know, it's funny in talking uh, about this, uh, I was just taking a look at some of the clients that I've worked with over the last month and talk about a misunderstanding or this is only a needs-based program. Uh, my property values run from 250000 to $3.1 million. And people would say, why would yeah. somebody get a why would somebody get a reverse mortgage that has a three million dollar home? Well really what it comes down to is the options that our program affords people, uh, especially when they are in the distribution phase of life, the retirement side of life. And um, what I'm noticing, and maybe you can tell me if it applies to you as well, uh, people seem to be using the reverse mortgage for trips, vacations and entertainment than they ever have. Does that apply to you also? You know what? I would agree. Just as I said, Mr. Herman, who I'm working with, is a widower of five years. He's 75. He's retired, worked all his life. He was a kitchen. Um, he was the head of the kitchen at a retirement home and did a wonderful job. But it's his time to go have some fun. And he is using his to just basically pay off a very small current mortgage payment, start adding those funds to his cash flow, and go have some fun. Um, he's not the only person that I've met recently that is doing that. A lot of people do home improvement. But unlike New Jersey, where I am in Maryland, we're capped off with just the $970,000, $800,000 home value. But it's great when you're in your states where you can go up to those multi-million dollar homes. And people don't realize that this is not a vehicle of last resort. It's for a lot of people who understand what using other people's money and having a benefit from it. Yeah, one of, one of the things, um, and I don't know if uh, I had actually two or three financial planners that really understand the program. And uh, what's interesting about them is that they will refer certain clients because they don't have the products. And I'm talking about uh, CFPs, certified financial planners, who uh, will deal in, and and various financial programs, but we'll look at the reverse mortgage because they know how it can fit into the picture of their clients. Have you experienced that? I have. It's been more in the last, I'd say, seven years that it's become the third leg of retirement, the reverse mortgage, looking at it, evaluating it, and seeing if that additional cash flow can provide that piece that might get them a little longer or finish their plan and have a lot left over. So you do need to look at it. Financial professionals, if they don't know about it, call up someone who, like us who's been doing it for many years and at least learn what it is. It provides that extra retirement cash flow that really can make a difference. Yeah, and, and, and the other thing, and because and, um, I know that we don't have much time left, and you and I work for a company called Reverse Mortgage Funding, and we know all of our peers throughout the country. And what I think about all the time is the vast experience that we have in this reverse mortgage space, uh, 10, 15, 20 years, and realize that we're still learning every single day to do the best job that we can with our clients. This isn't, uh, this isn't just a refinance. This has to be a lifestyle that, that's very, very important. Uh, how do you see that component with, like, for instance, our company or the experienced people that you've worked with? 
Well, when it comes to our company, I've, I've been around, as I said, almost 19 years this August. And in doing so, and I, I know a lot of my peers, having been in the business with them, and they are just well qualified. The company provides the utmost training to keep us on the cutting edge. And the program is forever changing. Some people want to wait, but sometimes waiting isn't the solution. You should at least get the information today and see how you can fit it in. Just like any retirement plan, you need to plan ahead, not wait to the last minute. Right. And um, if you could, uh, one of the questions happens to be, what is the mortgage insurance premium for? Uh, how do you explain that, that part, that component when working with clients? Well, I call it FHA insurance so that people understand it has a legal name called MIP, Mortgage Insurance Premium, and I sometimes call it the golden parachute. It allows you to have a loan where payments can be made. Payments are optional as long as you can be a homeowner and pay your taxes and insurance, and you and your heirs will always have three options to either sell the home, refinance it and let the family keep the home, or deed it back to the bank without ever creating a debt to you or your family. And so it's legally called a non-recourse loan, but when you say that, not everybody understands. So I like the golden parachute analogy, that you'll be able to take this loan out, use the equity, and your family still has options, and you have options when you pass. I, I'm going to use that, Patty, the golden parachute by Patty <laughs> Farrell. Definitely going to use that. Thanks. Um, would you share a little bit uh, how the program changed when they started with the initial disbursement limits? How do you share about that information? Or I should say, how do you introduce that? Well, again, initial disbursement limit is a lot of words. I call it the 60-40 um, plan or rule. And it just lets you take, right. the government doesn't want you taking 100% of your funds unless you're paying off a mortgage in the first year. They want you to think about the use of your equity. So they let you have up to 60% use on the FHA HECM in the first year. And one year later, you do have access, but not everybody needs to take it all at once. So instead of the initial distribution rule, I just let them know that the government in their infinite wisdom wanted people to think about using their home equity so that it could last them a long time. And I refer to it as the 60-40 rule. Excellent. But if you'd like to learn more, call John. <laughs> And final minute, John and Patty, music is playing. Yes. Well, uh, I want to thank Patty for coming to the show. And you've added a lot. And I've learned a couple things from you. I'm going to use the golden parachute. Uh, the 60-40 I use. But uh, um, we always learn from each other because people say things a little bit differently. Um, if anybody has uh, a question, give me a call. 609-231-4924. My email address is jwalders at reversefunding.com. Uh, only need four pieces of information in order to run a scenario. Ten seconds. Uh, and uh, welcome aboard. Hopefully you can come on board next week on Wednesdays or the next time that I'm on Wednesdays and uh, stay up with the show. Thank you, John. And thank you, Patty. Sean Steitler. East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows. They join us next. It's Hurley in the Morning. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground. 
to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back. Welcome back. At six minutes past the hour, standing by is my good friend Sean Steitler. This is the East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows Monthly Radio Program, heard right here on the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station all because of you and sean steitler my pal and my um client and i am his client we got it covered uh every which way you can reach sean and the great team at east coast roofing siding and windows to make an appointment for roofing for siding for windows doors and gutters by calling 609-646-1444 and they also have a very impressive and they keep it current. It's, it's, it's well done. They have a great digital presence as well at eastcoastroofing.com. East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows is the official and exclusive provider for the Hurley in the Morning program and the Harry Hurley family personally for roofing, siding, windows, doors, and gutters. And here's what I can tell you, because they put our new roof on several years ago before we got uh, solar I listened to the experts say, replace the roof. It was a certain age. It was still fine, but a certain age. Uh, so we put the new roof on. Sean and the team did that. We did the siding with East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows. They were incredible. They also found a leak that nobody else could fix that they fixed in one shot. And it's it's got to be five, six, seven years ago. I haven't had a single problem since. It was over by the um, the garage section of our home, which is a different level than the higher um, main area of the home. And it was just persistent. And it took East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows to fix it. And they did. They did our front doors. They did our garage door. And one day in the not-too-distant future, even though our patio door is still seems like it's brand new, at some point I want to do something extra special with the variety of offerings that East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows has for you to look at. I'm, I'm thinking maybe... French doors or some of these other really attractive things that Sean can show you. And of course, they did our gutters as well, and they're perfectly pitched and they work the way that they're supposed to work. When you do it right, and they do, you get the result and they stand behind it. I I don't hear anybody telling me, hey, Harry, it didn't go well, but they came back and they fixed it. But they will do that if something, because, you know, humans are humans and things can happen. But I, had, I haven't heard of any of our referrals ever saying, hey, they had to come back, but they were great. But, but th- if that does happen, that statement is true. They're not going to leave you hanging. And everybody out there, I have a, a motto. It's a working doctrine of this program that I don't lift East Coast roofing, siding, and windows up by tearing anybody else down. But you all know that you've done work, you've had work done, and it wound up being substandard. And you can't reach anyone ever again. It just happens. The accountability is there. And let's start there, Sean, because you don't you don't pledge at East Coast Roofing, Siding and Windows to be perfect. Uh, I know of one perfect person, uh, initials JC, 
Uh, some say a carpenter, but I actually looked into that. He wasn't really a carpenter. It was more stonework. But anyhow, uh, I don't want to go biblical. But no, you don't claim to be perfect, but you do stand behind your work, don't you? That Yes, exactly. Yeah, mistakes can happen. You know, and we still work with uh, with, with humans, you know, and it's funny, though. You, you, you see these guys work on the roofs, and you might think they're robots. You might think they're machines because, you know, the level that they work and the at the speed of which they work and, you know, but, you know, they're people too. And, and, but that's why I think project management and accountability is such a big thing because when you have, you know, a, a setup, which includes like a crew and a foreman, right? So the crew is at your job and there's a foreman, there's a lead person at that job, but that lead person knows that it's, it's his responsibility to make sure the crew is doing what they're supposed to do. But then you have project management that comes by and, make sure that the foreman's doing what he's supposed to do by overchecking the job site and keeping the foreman accountable to doing his thing. And then you got an installation manager making sure that the project managers are, are, are doing their thing, you know, and then, and then, it, you know, director of operations is checking on the installation managers and, and then a CEO is checking on a director of operations, you know? So, you know, and then, but when something does happen, you know, you're not going to find East Coast sweeping it under the rug. You know, you're, we're going to stand behind the job and, you know, I, I've gotten calls from people that have had those those issues, and the, you know, after the job is all done, everything's complete, and they said, like, man, like, you know, I couldn't believe it was a huge project. Like, I was just what we did one in Ocean City recently, and it was a huge siding job, all new windows, all new doors. It was, uh, you know, the black windows on the exterior, beautiful siding, and at the end of the job, I mean, it was a you know, it was a huge job. There were several little things that. They just didn't like, and some of it was preference, you know, but it was, we came back and we took care of all of those things. We didn't just say, well, listen, that's just the way it is. You know, you're going to have these things with a job, you know, more preference. Like there was a mahogany ceiling we did. There was a little knot in just in a weird spot. It made it look like a little black ball and it was nothing wrong. That's mahogany. You're going to get a variation of different color wood and, and there, there are knots, but they didn't like it, you know, and I knew that you know, this person who would sit there on their porch and look out at the beach, you know, every day would look up and see that little knot and it would bother them. So we take responsibility for it and we fix it, you know, and, uh, and it's things like that to make the job so that when for the rest of their life, they now have no regret choosing East Coast roofing and siding. That's the biggest thing. I mean, not everyone decides to go with East Coast, but the people that do decide to go with East Coast, they get what they paid for and all the way to the very end. And that's a, you know, and and Sean, it's not spin, but I love it. And you would think I've heard it. I, I'm the one that always prompts it. You, you would think I could figure this out, but there's just certain phrases that my mind doesn't do a very good job committing them perfectly to memory. But I do know what they mean. You you have a famous expression that is intellectually honest. I really love it. I think it's also catchy. It's pithy. But you talk about. Please take it away. You know I'm talking about the statement that when I provoke you to making it, you make it. You don't you don't go proactively saying it. You know every five seconds. Uh, but I love I love to hear you say it because you have a way of saying the difference between cheapest versus versus lowest cost. How does that go? Yeah, it's the cheapest price is not always the lowest cost. And, you know, because, yeah, and you, I, again, we, we, roofing especially, I can't tell you how many roofs we replace that are less than 10 years old. 
you know, and a lot of them, I mean, it's not like the 10 year mark. It's a month old, three months old, a year old, three years old. We see it all the time. Uh, and you know, someone went with a lower, the cheapest price at the time, you know, you want to believe that someone can do the job for that price. You want to believe that, you know, this guy's going to do the job right. And then when something goes wrong, they just, it's, their costs are at such bare minimums. They got to cut so many corners. These people don't make enough money to come back and fix something when it's done wrong. You know, they don't have enough money in the job to, to cover a mistake if something happens, you know? And, uh, yeah, so cheapest price is not always lowest cost because cost is a, a lifetime thing. You know, I, t- I made some analogy the other day with a car. I said, listen, if, if you, you know, were to buy a car and one car is $20,000, but the other car is $40,000, but that $40,000 car would never need an oil change, would never need new tires, would never need any maintenance whatsoever, would never need gas. You know what I mean? It was literally you bought it for forty grand and that's it. You wouldn't sink another dollar into that car again. That car would actually be the lower cost. It might be a higher price up front, but over your lifetime, you would need to continue to sink money into it. Whereas you sink money into a bad roof, not only do you got to replace that roof again in the future, but you could have interior damage. You could have to replace your insulation in your attic for mold. You could do sheetrock damage, paint, you know, all the things that go along with having a bad roof and all the expense that, that comes into it in the future. It's good stuff, Sean. Let's get our first break in. We'll be right back. Your uh, program always flies by, and that quickly, we're to the first break. A reminder to reach Sean and the great team at East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. And by the way, you can do all of this. Uh, I've been to the showroom. I just, I love it. And they have, you know, you can see different things. But everything that you need to know, Sean or whoever you meet with from East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows, they'll bring it to your home. You know, Sean has a miniature window, which is perfect in every way. It has the screen. It has all the working components. It's just a mini version. It will show you the tilting, uh, the tilt-in uh, component of it so that for cleaning, it, it is it is magnificent. And I can't believe it, but it seems like they just did it last year. But we, we've had our new windows for a number of years. And as recently as last week, someone said, oh, my God, I got woken up. I, I couldn't sleep after I heard all that noise. We had that rain and, and there was even some thunder boomers. If I hear something in our house, it is a, a cannon must have gone off because when it rains, unless it is torrential at the the, the most ferocious level that you ever see, then we'll hear something, almost nothing, but something, not enough to wake you up out of a sound sleep uh and usually when it rains i don't even know it's raining i would have to get up and look oh it's raining out uh it, it will do many things i'm just speaking about one thing that sean and the team can do for you and that would be new windows it will make your home quieter i can testify to that i swear under oath if i were in a court of law i would take a polygraph on it, it your home is quieter the other thing i will tell you that is very noticeable all seasons your air conditioning doesn't work as hard and your heating system doesn't work as hard because a lot of the air gaps that you don't even realize they're all filled with the new windows that they don't take something off a shelf and rig it 
with trim and, and blocks of wood and all this, they do measurements that are precise. Sean will probably tell us when we come back. They're precise to a certain incredible fractional level uh, of an inch. And they fit perfect. And they make your home more energy efficient. And they make your home quieter and more comfortable. That's just windows. They do a whole lot more. East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows. Sean Steitler is here. I am respectfully yours, Hurley in the morning. And this because of you, is South Jersey's number one talk station. WPG Talk Radio, 95.5. Back with Sean in just a few minutes. Sean Hannity. Your parents' Democratic Party is dead. I mean, think about it. The Democrats of old, you used to have more conservative Democrats, more like Joe Manchin. If you look at Bloomberg and the Bidenflation Index, misery index that they are calculating, you know, Biden's inflation is costing the average household $5,200 a year. It's bad. Sean Hannity, weekday afternoons at 3 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you and welcome back. 25 minutes past the hour with Sean Steitler. It's East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. A reminder, this is what they do. It's it's, it's profound in, in terms of their their performance, but it's simple to verbalize. They do roofing, siding, windows, doors, and gutters. So really, when you think about it, almost every aspect of the exterior portion of your home with the exception of railings and things like that a porch or those kinds of things but the roof the siding the windows the doors and the gutters and let me not forget the gutter guards boy am i a fan of gutter guards there's so many reasons but sean and and uh if anybody has a question for sean and they would like to talk to sean on air you can jump in 609-407-1450 if you want to make an appointment to talk about your particular situation, 609-646-1444. Sean, I mentioned just windows and some of the things that it was just readily apparent that the home is more energy efficient because the air gaps are filled in, in so many areas that they had previously existed, maybe decades-old builder-grade windows that were leaking like crazy. Uh, so that's your air conditioning going out. That's cold coming in. Uh, a, a menace during the heating season. Ditto during the cooling season. People that I've talked to that say, oh, my gosh, I can't get the house to be cold enough. It's because your home is not efficient. These air gaps are really, really devastating if you don't attend to them. So it's quieter. It's more efficient. All of that. And, Sean, that's just windows. Make a comment. Yeah, I mean, windows and doors and patio doors, It a lot of the projects that we do, I mean, again, new siding and new roof, it's a big investment on your home, and it prevents, you know, future problems. But windows actually save money. I mean, especially when you couple in financing. Yeah, you can pay for windows upright, use cash, check, credit card, and, uh, and just pay for them. But we have some amazing financing options. And, you know, you're making a monthly, if you don't have, if you have old windows, that are leaking and it's cold, you're you're making a monthly payment whether you got your new windows or not. Um, especially, like I said, your air conditioning and your heating is working extremely hard to keep up with it. And it, you're, you know, as John DeMassey says, you're air conditioning the outside of the house. You know what I mean? The uh, Those units are going to fail a lot faster and you're going to have to replace those units. And again, we talked about, you know, lowest price, cheapest cost. 
that's all cost related. If your air conditioner dies because it worked extremely hard, you know, um, you're going to end up replacing that much, much sooner than you would if you actually had efficiency. Because when you have all the windows replaced in the home, um, you're going to gain that efficiency and you're going to realize the air conditioner, the heater, is not working nearly as hard because you're plugging the gaps. And and that's comfortable in your home. Now, that being said, some people have a big home and a lot of windows. You know, what you can do to help this is that if you replace windows, you know, and you want to do it a section at a time, it's always good to replace maybe like a whole bedroom or a whole living room or doing whole rooms at a time. Um, this way, at least in those areas, you're not getting as much depreciating returns because if you have, like, say, two windows side by side and one is new and one's not, you're not going to get the same efficiency with that new window because the air is just going to come right in from the one that's bad. So I always tell people, try to get the whole whole things done. But, yeah, when things aren't working nearly as hard, you know, they're going to last longer. So, And you're going to be more comfortable. Yeah, well, the comfortability of your home, that's important, too. You're right. I mean, like I talked to some people that are, you know, in the wintertime, they cannot get warm. They're walking around their house with a blanket all the time. And it's just, uh, that's got to be miserable. I mean, if you can't be comfortable in your own home, you know, that's got to be a tough thing. If you just can't, you know, get the air conditioning right or get the temperature right. So true. So we've covered the windows, but I want to go a little, do, do a little bit more of a, of a deeper dive into the windows. Explain, I touched on it that they're not off of a shelf and that you do measurements and things. Explain to exactly what detail this happens and why you can at the end arrive with the finished product. I mean, it's like getting fitted for an expensive suit or a tuxedo or something when you can, you're taking measurements, you're taking precise measurements, correct? That is true. So when an exterior consultant comes out to the home, I mean, one thing they're going to want to do is, you know, find out what's going on, get a whole picture of, of, you know, what's happening with the house, what concerns the customer has. And then they're going to go around and they're going to measure all the windows and doors or anything that customer wants to replace. And then we have an app from Provia. Provia is the manufacturer of the windows. We use the Endor series window. It is the number one quality window in, you know, North America and for vinyl windows. It's, it's a third-party study, not East Coast saying that, not Provia saying that, but an actual company that takes a look at all the windows and rates them for the warranties and things. And the Endor series window is number one in quality. Um, we have an app that we can go through, and it goes through all the different options. I mean, we put the measurements in the app, and we go through the different glass options, the different grid options, the different color options. Uh, you can even get stained glass or, or obscured glass. I know a lot of people, like, back in the day, there was only that one pebble-looking obscured glass for, like, a bathroom window. But now you can get rain glass and glue chip and all these different different types of obscured glass that looks really nice. So we go through all those options. And then as we're selecting those options, I mean, the, the app displays the install price. Again, East Coast operates with standardized pricing. It doesn't matter if you're, you live on the shore or you live in the inland. You're not going to pay more money for a window because you drive a different car or have a Rolex on your wrist or, or whatever the case may be. I mean, all of our pricing, you know, no matter where we are in the state of New Jersey, is going to be the same. So, you know, we build that window in the app and the customer can see right then and there right on the app what that window is going to cost install the removal of the old window the disposal of the old window and then if you know 
including all the promotions and things that we had, they can even make that price even more attractive. Um, once we get started and we get a contract together that explains the thoroughness of the job, what we're going to do, where the windows are going to be at, the warranty of the windows, it's all in writing for the customer to see. We execute that contract. Then we send out a, a detail technician. And this is someone who's been trained by Provia because Provia is going to make that window now, but they're going to make it to an eighth of an inch height and width. So it's a perfect fit. A lot of houses I go to, a lot of the windows are the same size. But when we go to order them, they're not really going to be the exact same size. That's actually why we mark all the windows with like a, a sticker at the end of it, with like one, two, three, four. Because again, every window has that buck frame, which is like the construction of the home, the two by four framing or, or the two by six framing that goes around the, the windows. That can shift over time as the house settles and things like that. And that opening may not be perfectly level and square anymore and, and plumb. So we need the window to be perfectly level and plumb. So we send out our rep who's been trained by Provia to get the exact size they need, and we order that window to that perfect size so we can fit a new window in there, level and plumb, and it's a perfect fit. And then we seal any of those gaps that are going to be around that opening because if you fit a perfectly square window into a little bit of a, a crooked opening, you're going to get a little bit of gaps. But that's when OSI minimum expanding spray foam comes in. It's a specially designed spray foam. It's not like a might see on a shelf at Home Depot. It's a very costly spray foam, but it, it's a minimum expanding. It, it'll fill the gap, but it won't put pressure once it hits a surface. So, like, you could spray it in a cup and put a lid on a cup, and it's not going to pop a lid off or break the cup open. So this will fill that gap perfectly without putting pressure on the window or putting pressure on the buck frame. So it's not going to buckle anything where it's going to keep the window to not be able to open and close as easily where other spray foams can damage the window or, or avoid the warranty app on your windows because you use the wrong spray foam. And that seals that gap in. So the gap is tight. The window is tight. And then we obviously seal the inside in. We seal the outside. We cap the outside with an aluminum capping. And then we, another thing, it's, you know, not to geek out about windows too much, but we use silicone on the outside. It's a pure silicone seal that goes on the outside of the window. And that's important. A lot of contractors use caulk. It's a lot cheaper to use caulk in the tube, but caulk, you got to recaulk your windows every five or six years. And if you don't do it, you could void the warranty out on your windows. It's yeah. a maintenance product. Sean, hold on. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We've hit the halftime mark of the program, which is hard to believe. And I do believe we have some that would like to talk to Sean on the air. Caller, hang in there. We told you you are next. Uh, with your question for Sean, 609-407-1450. If you have a question relative to your roofing, siding, windows, doors, and gutters, and we have our expert, and not only at the um, the show level here, our exclusive and professional expert, but also personally. This is the team that we use, and we absolutely love them. Uh, I, I love the um, attention to detail, that there's a project manager on every job, that the communication level is exceptional. I don't think you can find better. Uh, they're going to tell you when, if they're drop shipping materials to your home, when it's going to be there. It all happens. A dumpster might be coming to your home. You'll know about that. They don't leave it there forever. They got it right out. Uh, and we've had a dumpster on our property multiple times uh, when they did the roof, when they did the windows, and it's there, and then it's gone. And then they have, even have this magnetic wheel that goes all over your property because, you know, sometimes a, a, a metal piece 
can go, a screw or whatever type of uh, hardware they use, it, it can go into the grass or somewhere where you just don't see it. They pick – it is undetectable to me, and I'm, I'm, I'm an old hotel guy. I'm an attention-to-detail freak and a control freak, admitted control freak. If I didn't see it, I wouldn't have believed it that they were even there. There was no evidence that they had been on our property. I took pictures of a job. You wouldn't believe what someone's property looked like after the fact. Literally like like a bomb went off. There was a new roof on the house, but th- there was so much, I'll call it uh, a technical term, highly technical, schmutz. There was so much schmutz, flotsam, and jetsam all over the place, you wouldn't believe it. And I actually talked to the person. I said, they're coming back, right? I said, you didn't get left like this, did you? This was like two weeks later. They had been away. They came home. This is what they came home to. We'll be back with Sean. Don't go away. It's the East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows radio program. Your calls for Sean next. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now. Early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. It is 41 minutes past the hour, and Sean's program is doing what it always does. It's flying by. It's East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows on the Early in the Morning program. First Wednesday of every month, tell a friend. The information Sean imparts is really listenable, and it's, it's important. You might be dealing with something that you don't even realize could be causing great damage to your home. We're making the repair would not only be the, the smart thing to do, it would be the absolute right thing to do at the right time to mitigate any potential damage. If, if your home is leaking, uh, you, Sean has talked about going into crawl spaces and up into attics uh, and, and just seeing mold and things that look like a chemistry project uh, and people didn't even know about it because obviously the leaking, it's absorbed uh, in insulation, it's absorbed in sheetrock, and then eventually... All of a sudden, you have a big problem on your hands, a ceiling collapsing or uh, all kinds of other problems that you don't need. So give Sean a call. Uh, he's, he's fantastic to work with. I've worked with him personally on a number of projects. 609-646-1444. His follow-up systems are outstanding and that of the entire team at East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. Hi there. Your question for Sean. Yeah, good morning, Harry. Hey. Sean, I had Sean out at my house two weeks ago. I signed up for the 50-year roof. He was he was fantastic. His team, the girl who called first was great, set the appointment. Um, his project manager called me, met me, came together. The girl called me, replacing the dumpster Monday, material Monday. I just want to know what time Sean's going to be there with his pool belt on. Oh, you talk about Sean on the spot, on air, called out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, Sean was great. I mean, it's like it's on the radio no show. Pressure. I'm coming right over. See? See? <laughs> no, no pressure at all. Um, he, his sales training was great. His technique of uh, getting the customers to sit down. Hey, is there a table I could put this book on while I go out to my truck? <laughs> so let me let me put you on the spot, kind sir. If you've ever heard me talk, I, and I'm assuming you have, and I hope that you heard here, and that's why you went to Sean uh, and East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. But 
are the things that I say uh, now that you're experiencing experiencing them for real? Uh, does what I say add up to what you get? Sure. Uh, I've been in construction. I'm 70 years old. Been in construction over 50 years. And Sean was one of the most professional people I've met and worked with. And all the follow-up so far has been right on time, as you said. Beautiful. It's great great to hear. And I've dealt with a lot of people over 50 years. A lot of them. Well, sure you have. And it this is uh, this is very validating, and it's very meaningful to me that you would take the time to call in as a customer, sharing your real experiences. And this much I will tell you as a really, I mean, I'm such a satisfied East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows client. I know it's my job, and they're my client, but, I, but the, I'm their client. I, I wouldn't make it up. I, I couldn't, you know, I just can't live with myself if I tell people that I recommend that you do this and that it's something other than what I'm saying. They deliver the goods every time. They're fantastic to work with. And the great experience that you're having up until this stage of your project, sir, I guarantee you it will continue throughout the entire project right to when you will be with a project manager inspecting. I was was totally satisfied. I'm an old operations guy myself. I was satisfied with the work. The project manager said, nope. I want to go to every room. We we replaced 20-some windows. I forget the exact number. Sean probably remembers uh, on multiple floors of the home, every window in the house. We went to every single window, and he not only said, hey, are you satisfied? But he opened every window. He tilted every window. You're going to be very, very pleased with the, with the, whole, um, the whole project. Yep. I know I am, Harry. So good to hear you. I know I am. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. See you Tuesday morning, Sean. Now, yeah, I'll see you there. Now, Sean, that you talk about like moment of truth. I mean, there's a client. It's one thing, Sean and Harry, just talking smack, but there's there's a real client talking about the things that we share with our fellow listeners. Uh, how does that make you feel when you hear that uh, your words, you know, live up to uh, your deeds? It's it's great, you know what I mean. It's, it's always great. I, I remember meeting, sitting down with Mike and Cheryl, uh, and the guy just called in, you know, a couple weeks ago, and uh, same thing. I, I, you know, we had a good time talking about not just about the roof. I mean, I think we were in his backyard. We were talking for <laughs> about twenty, thirty minutes about some of his experiences and the things he's seen in life as a contractor, and and um, you know, he's connected uh, with a, a plumbing supply store. They're like one of the oldest Brad White dealers in the nation, wow. um, and so you know, he knew his stuff about construction and knew what stuff about like you know different people and i uh, you know so it was you know it's, it's a good thing when you connect with people and you could just you know be, it's a business we're there for a reason like i said we're there we're replacing the roof but you know um it's it's a we're, a per, we're people too you know what i mean like we go out to a house and we, we like i said we sit down we go up we discuss the needs and things like that but you're you know it's like dealing with family you know you know, so it's, it's, it is great. And like uh, I said, I, I've actually been to a lot of... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I want to get the last break in so that we have a nice uh, segment and not make it too short. When we come back, we'll be uninterrupted until six minutes past the top of the hour. You can finish up on that. I was just thinking about how much I enjoyed listening to one of your clients validate what we talk about. I, I know, look, we've been doing this now for many, many years, and we've been doing this program for over three decades 
and you, you don't get there. You cannot fake sincerity. And if you were a fraud, you, you'd have been found out you know, long ago. It doesn't take 31 years to find a fraud. Uh, so what I say means a lot to me. And I think about what I say, even if it seems like I'm speaking fast, I think about what I say before I say it. And the things I say about East Coast roofing, siding, and windows, I can back up from – it'd be one thing if it was be, because of their reputation and their many, many decades of service and the incredible job that Larry does. Um, I'm such a hu- huge fan of Sean's dad, Larry. And Larry, if you're listening, uh, I think about you a lot. And I just know that their reputation of decades is earned because of their performance. Sean once said on this program, probably said it a few times, how many times they work on a roof that is seven years old or newer. It's a remarkable, disturbing, actually, stat. Much more with Sean right after the break. Don't go away. 49 minutes past the hour with Sean Steitler on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. This is... WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Hi, it's Larry Elder. And I want to talk to you about 100% drug-free relief factor. I've been telling you about it for years on radio and television. Why? Because I believe in it. I use it. My friends use it. And hundreds of thousands of others out there have tried it. About 70% of those people go on to order more. They find that Relief Factor works to help their bodies fight inflammation and eliminate their pain. Take Mark in Texas, for example. He'd been dealing with pain in his right shoulder for months, almost constantly, when he decided to give Relief Factor a try. Within two weeks of taking it every day, the pain in his shoulder faded away and completely disappeared. There are so many people out there whose experiences with Relief Factor are just like Mark's. What about you? Might your pain be the next to go away with Relief Factor? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Just go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we are visiting with Sean Steitler. It is... Five minutes before the top of the hour. Fortunately, we have the six minutes before Brian Kilmeade begins live. We take the Hurley in the Morning program right up until the Brian Kilmeade show theme opener. Uh, he's coming up next. And, boy, he's been – he's he's just been – he's been great, absolutely terrific in terms of his guest lineup, his content, his uh, intellectual honesty. As you can tell, big fan, not just because we fill in for Brian when he asks, but – Big fan. I've been a big Brian Kilmeade fan. I think I've told you the story. He was our speaker at our dinner. I can't believe how fast time is going by, probably four years ago. And I tried to give him a check, four-figure number. And I had it folded in my hand, and I sort of gave him the Hap Farley 100-hour handshake, except this was bigger than that. And he felt something in his hand, and he looked at it. He said, Harry, no way. I said, Brian, I want, I want you to take that. You, you, you did your show. You did Fox and Friends this morning. You did your radio show. We had the limo waiting for you the second you got off air. You've been here all day and night. Um, I want you to take it. He goes, no way. He goes, give it to one of your charities. That's the kind of guy he is. And if you think, uh, you know, just people that make millions of dollars don't take checks, uh, guess again. He, he's that kind of guy. 
Sean Steitler is with us. It's the East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows radio program. And uh, I consider it a privilege to visit with Sean on the first Wednesday of every month in the 9 o'clock hour. And if you've been listening, I hope, to a good portion of this hour. And if you've missed anything, go to the podcast a little bit later today. That will be up on demand. Remember, Chris Coleman is a programming genius. And he, he did us a really um, a great thing recently. There's a Harry Hurley button on that app now. So if you click on that button with my name, you don't have to go navigating all over the place and try to find the picture and my name and, you know, the, 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 the audio portion of the podcast and all this. Click on my name and then everything that we do. Our digital footprint is there. Uh, the podcasts are there. Uh, thank you, Chris, for that. And, Sean, I turn it over to you. We, I think we covered windows very, very well. Um, let's talk about roofing. And uh, I, I think one of the most important things that – we have the opportunity to let your listeners know about is the not only the guarantee but the double guarantee that you get talk about the, all of that sean yeah so i mean obviously roofing is probably what we're most known for um you know we get to people's houses sometimes and like oh i didn't know you guys did windows but i don't think i've ever been asked like oh i didn't know you guys didn't do roofing <laughs> um so yeah so when it comes to roofing where would gaf gaf has been around since you know, 1887, I believe. And so a very, very long time. And, you know, they're the world's largest roofing manufacturer. And, you know, they're probably, you know, they're the best in the industry when it comes to roofing manufacturing. And uh, I say that with, with no um, sarcasm or like that. I, I fully believe in it. Like, you know, GS colors are red, so it's easy to say I bleed red because, you know, I actually do, but you know, GAF is, um, you know, they're, a, I don't know. I'm a big fan of the, the company and the process they put in to their shingles. They're an innovator. They're the ones that came up with the architectural design shingles. They're the ones that came up with the lifetime warranty. And I believe everyone else out there, the other manufacturers are just a bunch of posers because they just copy everything that GAF does, but GAF gets to it first. So, um, they're the only company that has what's called a golden pledge warranty. And, and, to a homeowner, in order for a homeowner to get a golden pledge warranty, you know, they have a lifetime warranty on their shingle. Anyone can get their shingle installed. You can install their shingle. You can buy it from Home Depot, install it yourself, and you'll get a lifetime warranty. However, it's prorated. It doesn't cover workmanship. It doesn't cover wind damage. And then after a certain amount of years, the warranty loses value. It doesn't cover accessory material like the underlayment and the ventilation systems and things. So you got to be careful when you're getting a contract or telling you they're giving you a lifetime warranty on your roof because it may not really be lifetime and it may not really be the coverage you think. But with a golden pledge warranty, a customer would need to get a GAF Master Elite certified installer to actually install the roof. And they can't only install the GAF shingles, they would have to install the whole GAF system. Now, less than 2% of all GAF certified companies are GAF Master Elite. Out of that Master Elite category that's in the top 2%, less than 10% of those Master Elites are President's Club. East Coast Roofing is a President's Club Master League contractor. So when we do a roof, every roof we do gets a Golden Pledge warranty. And that gives the customer a non-prorated 50-year warranty on all the roofing materials on their home. The underlayments, the flashings, the the ventilation systems, the ice and water shields, all of it, and the shingles themselves. It gives the customer a unlimited wind speed guarantee. If any shingles blow off the roof, 
no matter how high the winds get, it could be a tornado or a Class 5 hurricane. We don't get those kind of things here in New Jersey, although we got tornadoes over the last year a little bit. Uh, however, though, if something happened and the wind blew the shingles off the roof and damaged it, it would be replaced at no cost. You wouldn't have to fight with your insurance company, pay deductibles and things like that. Now, on top of that, we're the installers. We install the shingles. GAF manufactures the shingles. However, they're so confident that these ghost roofing and siding is going to do the right installation and stand behind the work. They're going to give the customer a 25-year guarantee against workmanship. So if you get a leak and that leak is not caused by – it's not their fault. It's caused by a detail done wrong, a flashing done wrong, a nail put a little too low. We make a mistake on a roof and it leaks within 25 years of you getting the roof installed. GAF will pay to fix that entire roof. Whatever the case is, if it needs to get replaced, torn off, disposed of, new roof installed, they'll cover the whole bill if it's installed wrong. Even though East Coast Roofing, we've been in business for over 40 years, and we're still going to be around for 40 years, but it gives the customer the confidence. Even if something happened to the installers like us, they would still have a warranty covering installation instead of like, oh, sorry, in a couple of years that installer is no longer in business. And now what Harry's saying about the double warranty is that when you sell that home at no cost to you and at no cost to the next owner, 100% of that warranty goes to the next owner, and they will inherit the rest of the 50-year non-prorated warranty. Um, so that thing is huge. And uh, if you give it to your kids and pass it on, I mean, it, it, it literally is a one-time investment, something you invest in one time, it's done right, and no matter what kind of problems you get with it, you know what I mean, you're not going to be paying money out of pocket again to get those things fixed. And that's why we say cheapest price is not the lowest cost. Because the lowest cost is doing it once and never doing it again. So, you, Sean, you mentioned earlier about how you've gone to jobs and there were folks that didn't know, hey, I didn't know you did windows. And, and of course, I mean, East Coast roofing is, is iconic. It's legendary. So, yes, anybody knows that you do roofing. Another area that I believe your company shines, East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows, shines is with doors. And we have two beautiful cherry red double doors and a beautiful new carriage style garage door to back that statement up. Talk about what you can do relative to front doors, garage doors, patio doors, French doors, all of it. In, in two minutes. Yes. <gasps> we have, we no, it's even better. I'll give you more than two minutes. We have three. Go. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so again, we talked about Provia for windows, but Provia is the manufacturer for doors. Actually, in fact, uh, three of our exterior consultants right now at this very moment are in Ohio at Provia World Headquarters, um, you know, doing a tour plant, getting hands-on training right there at the plant. It's in Sugar Creek, Ohio. All of our manufactured doors are all manufactured right here in the United States. Uh, that area of Ohio is actually the largest Amish community in the world. It's not an Amish-owned company, but I would say about 90% of the factory workers that are manufacturing the handmade windows and doors are Amish. So you know it's a hard, you know, they're, they're, they're good crafters. They know what they're doing. They're hardworking, um, perfectionists. And so they're there right now getting that training. So Provia, all of our entry doors, all of our windows, the French doors, the customization of these doors are unbelievable. You can get stained glass in the windows and the doors. And you can actually pick the colors you want in the stained glass and things. So as far as entry doors go, French doors, storm doors, uh, and all of those have that lifetime warranty as well against parts and pieces, against seal failure, um, 
even accidental uh, glass breakage and ripped screens and things, you know, they cover all of that. Uh, stepping into garage doors as well, replacing garage doors uh, with new ones. They have all kinds of features that are insulated, that, that are very dent resistant. Trust me, I know what that means. My, my wife backed into our garage door inside our garage because she thought it was up all the way and it wasn't. But because it's an insulated door and steel on both sides, it doesn't, you know, from the outside, you wouldn't even know it was, uh, it was dented. So, um, you know, they, they make several different categories of garage doors. Like I said, single layer steel to all the way to insulated and double layer steel um, to the fancy designs, the different windows you can get in garage doors. So there's definitely a large range. You're right. We don't, we can't fit it all into a jingle, um, but, you know, gutters, gutter guards, doors, windows, uh, those are all things that East Coast Roofing shines in. Everything that we do, we got it's got to be guaranteed level work. And it's got to be something that we can stick our name behind. You know, we don't really do a lot of repairs and, and, and hodgepodge work because we don't believe taking a job from a customer just to have to circle back in six months to a year and do it again. Yep. Hey, Sean, we only have 30 seconds left. The music to kill me is on. Uh, thanks so much for your partnership, for your friendship. To reach Sean Steitler, to reach the entire team at East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows, call 609-646-1444. Sean, thanks for a great visit. Flew by really did. Thank you. You're welcome. He is Sean Steitler. I am Harry Hurley in the morning. I will see you later today on the app and at WPGtalkradio.com. Have a great day. The Brian Kilmeade show begins. Uh, We've got a lot of fun and some serious uh, business to do tomorrow morning. Uh, Don't miss it. Wake up early in the morning. We'll be back in 19 hours and 54 minutes on air. Until then, have a great day. Here's Brian. Brian.